0: Previously, on Elite Weekend. You know, we're sitting on 4 million pounds of fuel, one nuclear weapon, and a thing that has 270,000 moving parts built by the lowest bidder. Makes you feel good, doesn't it?
1: I love you.
2: I know. Knives? These aren't knives. These are fine surgical instruments.
3: What I want is chicken. No chicken, back of the
4: line.
0: Hello, hello, and welcome to Elite Week, episode 42, Friday, October 2nd, 2020, Galactic Water Cooler. Ah, I am Kai Zen, and, uh, we are feeling good tonight. With me tonight is Arson Cross on the tech. Say hello to the
3: beautiful people, Arson. Hello, hello. I am here to ignite your personal narrative. Oh, take a shot, everybody. Also with
0: us, we got Tweet74 in the house from Opic. Say hello, Tweet.
2: Hello, everybody. Friday night, we made it, and I am excited to get into this tonight. Absolutely.
0: We do not have Roy with us tonight. He is traveling with the family, but he'll be back with us next week. But what we do have is Operation Ida in the house. Say hello, Ninja, off from Operation Ida.
1: Good evening, gentlemen, ladies, and, um, well, the rest of you. Undecided.
0: (laughs) Right on. And we also have Blake. Say hello, Blake.
5: Hello, humans. Happy Friday. A Pleasure to be here. I dig that, man. You're going with the
0: old Dr. Kai, you know, greetings, humans. Yeah, yeah, I dig that. I I like that shit. That's, That's a throwback. I dig it. I dig it. All right, we've got a lot to talk about tonight, so let's just get right to it. Uh, right off the bat, uh, let's go ahead and say the cover art was from uh, Damned Huge Perimeter. Gotta sp- speed it up a bit. Those relays need recharging. Blizzard incoming by Command Commander Fosdyke. That shit is legit. Commander Fosdyke made some amazing uh, Elite Dangerous art. So, uh, yeah, we just want to shout that out. The opening song tonight was, uh, let's see, well, we had our pre-stream, obviously, from... Uh, Commander Orange Phoenix of the SPVFA. Definitely, definitely check out his stuff. And the opening song was Albinis by Debussy. And the closing song will be Unexplored Moon by Miguel Johnson from his new album. Uh, so we'll be talking about that a little bit shortly. So this week, uh, on this week, on the same day, I think it was Tuesday, different years, both Star Trek The Next Generation had its first episode, and the first Canadian satellite went up. So big salute to those guys, all of them. Also, I wanna give a huge shout out to NL Hate. Uh, (laughs) He called out my comment uh, during the live stream that Frontier did uh, when they had the guy on that does the uh, animation stuff. Uh, People, they were saying like, do you have any questions about animation? And I wrote in the chat. Yeah, how did you guys do the motion cap animation for the thargoids? And uh, Stephen read it and had a good chuckle. And and uh, NL Hate was watching the stream and called it out. So I just wanted to give him a big salute. All right.
4: So if you're listening to us on the podcast and would like to see the live show and visuals, you can check us out at youtube.com forward slash Elite Week. If you're watching us on YouTube and would like to know how to catch our podcast, check out anchor.fm forward slash Elite Week. For sending us your thoughts by email, you can reach us at EliteWeek3306 at gmail.com. Our very active and growing Elite Week Discord can be found at tinyurl.com forward slash elite week discord, where you can check out our community feedback, resources on turning the wheel, and real time updates about elite from a variety of content creators. In addition to the discord community feedback channel, feel free to write in our YouTube comments anything about the topic of the week as well as anything else you'd like to share. We'd love to hear from you. Also on YouTube, please make sure to like and subscribe and click on the bell. It really helps us out. We record live on YouTube every Friday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, midnight UTC, so come and join in on the fun. If you're listening to us on the podcast, please make sure to rate and review us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever platform you use. And let us know if there's a format you want us to look into. We don't do Patreon, so save your money and just tell your friends about the show. Right off.
0: All right, so let's start right away with the guest interview. We've got Operation IDA in the house. And again, that's not to be uh, mistaken with Operation IDA, two different things. Uh, Commander Ninch and Blake, why don't you guys uh, start off by, you know, telling us a little bit about Operation IDA, the history of Operation IDA. Um, I will preface this by saying that we have in the show notes the link to the website, the link to the Guide to Station Repair on ED Tutorials, the Discord for Operation Ida, and the Twitter account for Operation Ida. So you guys should check the show notes for all of that information so that you can get in touch with Op Ida and, you know, get involved in that. So, Ninja, why don't we start with you? Tell us a little bit about the history of Operation Ida. Where does it start? Well, uh, let's start at the very beginning. I mean, I, I think you guys started when the Thargoids were attacking stations and you guys were like, we need to, to get out there and start
1: getting them repaired, right? Yeah. It's been a very, very long time ago. Um, God damn. Back in those days, uh, I used to be a lot more active. Um, Mm. I remember running around just working out where the the rare commodities could be actually found.
0: Right on. Right on. And since then, you guys have added on quite a few people, yeah?
1: A few people. And that's the thing I love about Operation Ida, I have an absolutely amazing community behind me and um an even better um, staff community. These guys keep the, the stuff running from day to day. We have spreadsheets, we have algorithms, we have a website. These are things I could not have even imagined when we started. Right. All, we were, all we were doing was we were reacting to the fact that, hang on a minute, Someone needs to step up and repair stuff. Mm-hmm. Stuff has moved on a lot since then. So, for
0: a long time, you guys were way, way, way sort of uh, in the pocket. You guys had a, a massive backlog of repairs to do for stations when the Thargoids were going super, super hot and heavy. And uh, and then you guys sort of, uh, you know... Finally just uh within the last month or so uh got caught up, got the last of the stations back fully repaired, right?
1: Yep. That took, lot, yes. that took a lot of dedication. Um, yeah. from day from day one we had to uh introduce lots of different player groups um to the fact that actually everybody has to work on one target at once. Right, right. And after finally working
0: through all of the backlog of getting all of the stations caught up you guys had like a month or so break and then just within the last couple of weeks uh frontier threw a little whammy at you there they, they had uh a bunch of stations that the were attacked uh, at least nominally by the nmla Uh, remains to be seen how that story is going to work out whether that's a legit leftist attack or some false flag event but the the end result is the same to you guys there was a bunch of stations that had Thargoid damage even though they weren't attacked by Thargoids and you guys have uh, already in the very first week of of working on that uh, because so, so first off you couldn't do any repairs while for the most part, right? While the, the stations were still burning or whatever, like the, the, it had to be focused on the, on the rescues. But yeah. then the last of the rescues just happened, uh, last week. And in, in the first week you guys already have like four stations,
1: like fully repaired and you guys are, you know, working at it. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've got the infrastructure in place. At the end of the day. We've been doing repairs for is it almost two years, Blake.
5: Twenty months or so.
1: Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't mean to brag, but we're experts on this. Beautiful. Beautiful. It was now, it was a nice welcome break for frontier to turn around and say, hang hey, hang on a minute, guys. <laughs> you've got something to do. Once again. Right on. right on. Um
0: so let me ask you a question. Um I have a little pet theory. I've had it for a while that we're going to have a very Thargy Christmas, or not Christmas, sorry, a very Thargy Halloween. It's going to be super, super spooky Thargy. And uh, it's going to be a lot of shit. It's going to go south. Uh, When that happens, are you guys ready to meet that challenge? Are you guys excited to get back into the, the Thargoid restoration business? In two words, my friend, hell yes. All right, all right. Well, Frontier, you heard it. Uh, i i happen to know that we have some listeners uh from uh frontier staff so you heard it here these guys are ready bring it on uh, i'm ready for a thargy halloween i hope you guys all are as well we've, we've so, been perfecting. F-
1: okay. we've been affecting what we did for two years um we've been i mean um the introduction of carriers was the real break that yeah. that is literally what um, finished off things much sooner than anyone could have absolutely anticipated
0: i mean the the abilities of carriers are just such a force multiplier if you were an organized unit that knows what you're doing which clearly operation ida is uh you know that 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 gives you so much more force projection capability yeah
5: absolutely productivity went up by 50% when the KUAs came out, and we didn't think it would even do that.
0: Awesome. Blake, can you tell me a little bit about that guide that you wrote up on uh, ED Tutorials?
5: Uh, Yeah, we have a good friend in Exegius, and his right-hand man, Electric Nacho, contacted us and said, would we like to make a tutorial? So absolutely, we would love to make a tutorial on station repair and make it accessible by anyone who would prefer to read it out rather than hear it and they can go through that guide at their own pace and get all the information they need there
0: beautiful beautiful and uh yeah i took a look at it and it starts with like literally just explaining like well what is this and then what are the steps and how does it work and what do you need to do um and and it really kind of gives you for a brand new player who wants to get you know sort of dug into that type of gameplay, that loop, it really does give you sort of a good overview and then a detailed step-by-step process on what you need to do. And one of the first things you need to do is get on that Operation IDA Discord and start talking to some people who will point you to the right direction, show you, you know, this is the room you go into, here's how you interact with the bot, here's what you need to know. And and you know sort of get you started, and and you just go and start picking up your stuff and start making deliveries. Yeah,
5: we are very pleased to have such a friendly, helping community of people. Yeah,
0: fantastic. And can one of you guys tell me? I know there's there's always been a long standing thing of Operation IDA and 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 IDA. Can somebody sort of explain sort of the the, the confusion there, just for people who haven't. You know, don't know about it yet.
5: Yes, um, Ninja, can I take that? Oh yeah. There is the Independent Defense Agency, who is in not any way related to us, but sometimes we get their space mail and we get theirs back and forth. Uh, we've been crisscrossed a uh, little bit of confusion, but they would like to go by I period D period A period, while we would like to go by Operation Ida, with the D-A lowercase. And
0: that Ida is in fact referring to a mountain in Greece, yeah?
5: Very much so. Out in the Pleiades Nebula, everything is Greek-themed. You have Delphi, you have Atlas, you got some Greek influence going on. And, Ninja, can you give us one or two sentences of the origin of the name?
1: Operation Ida is a uh, major Greek theme. Um, When Zeus... Shook Aegis over the operation, either, uh, so uh, Mount Ida. Hmm. It was a major thing.
0: Right on, right on. So I, I dig that. I like because you, you're right. The Pleiades. Well, first off, the Pleiades itself. That's that's Greek. And then you've got, you know, the 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 seven sisters, and you know, they're all you know Pleione <laughs> and Asterope and Merope, and yada yada yada. I dig that all right that's that's super awesome stuff
1: so the the itself was over in crete hmm. it, beautiful yeah it's still there it's nothing to do with any independent groups it <laughs> is a mythological construct and it's still there in real life
0: beautiful so uh before we move on and get to the the big uh you know frontier news of the week uh Let me ask you guys uh this is your spotlight i want to definitely highlight you guys what do you you know what statements do you want to make to the public what do you want people to know what do you want to hype? you know the floor is yours
5: we like that we could bring in anybody of any different background to try out repair work for a time and if they don't like it that's totally fine but if they love it and they find a purpose Well, then that gives them enjoyment in the game. They found something that they like to do, and they get to keep playing. And we like to be able to facilitate people from different groups having fun in their own way. And it's really cool the number of people that we get to meet doing this.
0: Yeah. You know, I've talked to a good number of people, and there's a lot of people that love different... You know, there's people that are like, oh, I love racing, and that's my thing. And there's people that are like, oh... I'm, I'm super huge into, you know, uh, combat, PVP, CZs, uh, you know, Hazreses or AX or whatever. But there are a lot of people that mine like crazy. And then when you talk to them about it or, or they do like tons and tons of trade runs or whatever, and they're like, yeah, the combat thing, that's just not my thing. Um, you know, it's good for other people. It's just not for me. And then you say, well, like, okay, uh, you know, I think, if for those people, if they don't know about it, the opportunity to join Operation Ida and to just do your trucking, do your non-combat activities, but do it in a way where you have an opportunity to be a real hero because you're, you know, repairing things and getting stations back online to, to keep the infrastructure of the entire bubble, the entire BGS sort of underlying platform going, that is... That is a thing that can give people like a real sense of meaning, I think, and a
1: real sense of like, yeah, I did something. I did something to be proud of. Absolutely. Um, one of the major problems of trading in this game is um, generally trading means nothing. When you have an objective to work towards, when you have a group to work with it, yeah. it actually means something. And um, it's one of the reasons that we've got such a close-knit community. Um, people get on with each other for a certain reason we are all working towards the same objective god damn sometimes it's repetitive sometimes it's boring but when you got friends when you got a common objective in mind it becomes something absolutely different
0: beautiful beautiful all right and blake your closing words
5: we don't need any contracts from you we don't hire people to do any specific time slot of hauling repair work we have people come in and try it out. And if they don't like it, that's totally fine. But you can give it a try. And if you find a purpose, well, then we'll we'll be happy to have you.
0: Beautiful. Again, everybody, Operation Ida's discord, their website, their link to their guide on ED tutorials, uh, their Twitter, all of that's in the show notes. So come check them out. And for sure, get involved. Uh, I think everybody should give it a try. Even Even if you just do it for you know Two weeks or three weeks or whatever And uh, I think Like I said be ready to give it a go Coming up because we're gonna have A very thargy Halloween I'm telling you Shit's about to jump off All right, So stay with us if you will As we go on our drunken guide Through the fucking galaxy And talk about whatever's going on So next up we've got the dark wheel Dark wheel What's going on with the dark wheel Well, just today, we uh, expanded into LHS-397 from LTT-5455 and everything's looking good. We've already got Turututani sitting at 78 or 79%, 78.7% and ready to expand as soon as the debuff wears off, so uh, probably it'll be, what, day after tomorrow that the debuff will It'll be tomorrow that the debuff wears off, but because there's that one-day delay It will be day after tomorrow probably that uh, Turtutani shows uh, as pending expansion And that will be the jump that takes us into Everything is looking good, we've already got uh, HR4979 is already well over 70% And we've got uh, two, three others that we can push into expansion with a day's notice, so We're pretty much planning on keeping this thing rolling in expansion uh, for the foreseeable future. Everything is looking good. And yet, like I said today, yet another system was added to the uh, Dark Wheels list. So we're growing and it's just at this point getting exponentially faster because we now have the capabilities to stay pretty much constantly in expansion. Arson, your thoughts on this? And of course, on Operation Ida.
3: Well, I think what Operation Ida has been doing has been fantastic. Uh, uh, there's really not another group like it, and I think people should definitely check it out. Uh, as far as the Dark Wheel stuff, more more hype. Uh, I do feel like I'm personally in a little bit of a lull, but I'm super excited because we are nearing that test for Soul, and I can taste it. And. Mm. <laughs> right on right on
4: all right
2: tweaked yeah getting into soul or at least finding out if that can happen that's we've been waiting for a while now to get to this point and we're almost there you can almost taste it operation ida that i I can't say enough about what you guys do and about the same time i hear that their stations burning halfway across the galaxy the next thing I hear is that Operation Ida's already got them all repaired and taken care of and no need to worry about anything. So, props to you guys, and uh, really enjoy what you guys do. And absolutely correct, Arsene. There is no other group in the game like that.
0: Yeah. 100%. 100%. Alright. Blake, your thoughts on uh, on this dark wheel, Michigan?
5: Well, thank you, guys. That was very nice. Um I'm Silently curious of what's going to happen, how it'll turn out. I, I'd i like to keep my expectations regarded and a little bit mellow, mm. but I'm very curious of what's going to happen next.
0: I, I definitely get that. If I'm being entirely honest with you guys, uh, my expectations for Soul and Lave are, it's just, okay, we're going to check this off the list. We're going to see whatever. Okay, fine. But my real high expectations, the one that I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm trying to keep myself grounded, but like I'm secretly giddy for is LFT 509. That's the one that I think is.
2: Uh, I see. I, I, I'm personally just as excited for soul, but not not to necessarily get the dark wheel into soul just to find out whether or not it can happen, because we've always heard that a PMF, a player-based group, nobody can expand into Souls, so this is going to be a great test to prove that true or false one way or another. Either way, we get good info.
0: Absolutely. Ninja, what do you think?
1: Oh, absolutely I don't know what to think. Hmm. I get it. I get it, man.
0: Well, we'll see. We'll all find out shortly. Yep. All right. All right, so moving along here, we've got I'm going to do these sort of abbreviated. We're going to do it super quick because we got to clear the decks for, for frontier, but I did make a couple promises and I'm going to make good on them. First off commander. Phoebe has a video out video out. Sharona uh, hashtag SB four. SB four stands for, uh, oh Jesus, speed bowl four. Uh, it is an awesome, awesome video that we cannot play for you because it's, through the whole thing cranking out that My Sharona song, which is a copyright claim, but uh it is a phenomenal video, it is in the show notes and it has me hype as fuck for Speed Bowl 4. Super, super awesome. Go check it out. The next thing on the agenda, uh, friend of the show, Miguel Johnson, has a new album out, Expedition Artemis, uh, inspired by you know, the Project Artemis, the the expedition that we're doing to go build a base on the moon and take humanity on our first step uh, to, to, to the moon will be our first place where we have a actual manned presence long term, not temporary. Nobody just coming to visit, plant the flag and then fuck off. But people that are going to be living and working on the moon. And this is a huge, huge step for us. You can see the album art on the on the screen. It, it, it looks beautiful. And let me tell you, it sounds beautiful. Our closing song will be from that album. And we, starting next week, will have giveaways for uh, that album, along with some other giveaways that we have going on. So tune in live next week so that you can uh, get a chance to win one. All right. So why don't we start with uh, arson? Your thoughts on the Commander Phoebe's My Sharona speed bowl commercial and the Miguel Jan- Johnson album?
3: Well, I'll start with Miguel Johnson's music. Uh, it, it's great. I love it. It's chill. Um, as far as the Sharona video, I I had watched that earlier today, and it was a riot. And I gotta say, he did an amazing editing job for some of the out of cockpit shots that really made Mm -hmm. it feel like you're you're cruising in that video and i I think he did a fantastic job absolutely tweaked
2: yeah that's what i was going to say too some of those the the cockpit parts of those videos with that song that that's copywritten so we can't play the video unfortunately good stuff I, i suggest everybody go in there and check that out absolutely and blake
5: I always applaud good camera work, but that's about it.
0: Right off. Right <laughs> and Ninja. Ninja, are you there? Are you muted? Uh, I think we're having a little bit of a technical issue with Ninja. Uh,
2: I would like to say, too, real quick, that Miguel Johnson album that that is some good space music. There, it's it's just really good. We've had some of it on here. I think we'll probably do some more, but but yeah, take a listen to that. Right off. Forget about that Miguel Johnson album.
0: Absolutely. All right. So after that, we have the very next thing we have is the race. We've got Black Maze with race five highlights. The Hill Deptu Rally Course 8-Wheel Drive Endurance Challenge. Arson, go ahead and throw that up on the screen. This was a crazy, crazy race. First off, it was an incredible race. Skur uh, just is a speed demon. just just blew everyone away Shea Blackwood Of course uh, Getting it done We've got uh, um, Osasius So, so Skur came in first place Shea came in second Osasius came in third Crank Larson came in fourth Alec Turner DNF'd He had a rough Well let's be honest All of the commanders with the possible Exception of Skur had a tough time with this one this was a crazy crazy it was a short tight course uh and on that ice planet uh and with the way that the rocks were distributed everybody mostly the ice planet everybody was having a rough time and at one point cranked like full-on hit like a light pole at one of the, the the bases obviously alec who you know is a is a very good and very very safe driver uh, had a had an unfortunate uh, uh, explosion type situation, and uh, I mean Shea at one point came in right on a uh, had to repair came in right on a uh, like one of those pyramids. Uh, it was a, it was a crazy race where they were all flinging themselves around like crazy. I gotta say, the overall standings after this race is Shea took the top spot again, pushing Alec Turner into second place. Osasius. Uh, has a very solid hold on third, but Skur is in fourth place now. Skur has fifty points, okay? Which, you know, fourth place is fourth place. But I got to point out, Skur has only done two of the six races, and he's in fourth. He's got a solid fourth place. The two races that he has participated in out of the six, he's come in first place, handily. Um, I got to say. If he was competing in every one of the races, maybe I'm wrong, but he seems to me like a very, very strong argument for first place. But the entire endurance challenge, the entire race uh, series has been incredibly exciting, very compelling, phenomenally edited, well put together, great to watch. Uh, if you you can go through and you can watch the entire series of races one through five right now and be ready for for six or sorry, one through six right now and be ready uh for the last two. But uh man, just I, I hope that they continue to do this. I hope that this becomes a tradition where it's either once a year or maybe even twice a year. You have like. The t- 3306, you know, uh, winter challenge, which would be now, and then you have the 3307, say, spring challenge, and the 3307 winter challenge, or whatever, uh, it, 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 these are amazing races, you need to go check them out, and I can't say this enough, I keep saying it, Frontier needs to get involved on this high train, because this shit is incredible. I feel a little guilty because last week We were so uh, uh, Like over busy I didn't get to We had the note for it and I didn't get to it But I definitely want to show them some love Alright um, Let's start with Arson Do you have uh, uh, Your thoughts on this this crazy race series
3: I don't have a whole lot to say Except for as usual It's a spectacle and well worth the watch Beautiful And uh, Tweeted
2: Uh, consistency is what i go back to on this each and every one of these races is just as much fun and exciting to watch as the race before and it doesn't seem to be letting up anytime soon i hope they do make this an annual event and just every year this would be so much fun to watch
0: no not annual twice a year twice a year
2: bi annual and i couldn't agree more f dev (laughs) get on board with this kind of thing let's start pumping this up
0: beautiful uh blake or Ninja, do you have anything to add on these races i don't know if you follow the races at all
5: no i don't but watching it i think that is so cool this is um a great example of player driven content and making your own path forging your own being creative and i applaud the guys who are flying in one direction and looking out the other window at the same time that is really cool
0: yeah man head tracking is key for that although Shay just recently got the head tracking. He's been doing it without it until like the last couple of months. That dude is a monster.
5: Nice. Beautiful.
0: All right. So next up we have Turjan Starstones, Princess Ashling Duval, Terror and Assassination. Uh, you know Turjan's work. He does amazing stuff. And this one was Terjana's, you know, night talk show type thing uh and they interviewed uh uh princess ashling and she was you know in mourning and and yada 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 just i I just love terjan stuff i love machine stuff i love uh uh scorbs uh stuff um so i I always want to hype them up and, and shout them out so go check it out the link to both the race and uh, Turjan Starstone's uh, uh, interview is on the in the show notes uh, does anybody have anything they want to hop in on, on on the Turjan thing
3: yes actually I watched that like the day it came out and I have to say if Frontier is paying attention that kind of content would be something amazing and making sure to uh Give uh, content creators like Turgeon uh, more meat that they can use for that kind of content, please. Because it was an amazing watch. It was super immersive in a really nerdy way, and I enjoyed it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Anybody else?
2: I'm a a sucker for anything that allows me some more immersion into this universe, and that stuff's right up my alley. The high-quality stuff. 100%. All
0: right. All right. So next up we have uh, Let's see here We've got all of the Frontier uh, News and oh my god Was there some news this week So from the very beginning We've got um, We'll we'll talk about The streams Uh, We had five days ago We had the Super Cruise news With Bruce and Art Um, Three days ago We had a surprise stream. Who pressed the button? So basically what happened was. And I'm going to just sort of paraphrase this. Three days ago. uh, Somehow, some way. The Frontier uh, Dev Diary uh, got released for a very short time. Then was marked to private. Then... Uh, people had captured it, and and uh, one person in particular was streaming it and memeing on it and whatnot. And of course, so Frontier had to look at it and go like, "Well, now what do we do?" And they made the decision, "Well, fuck it. It's just just put it out and let's just go." So they put it out early, uh, a day early, and they did a live stream uh, just a couple hours later, and. It was completely off the cuff, and i got to give them a big salute because, you know, yes, the release was unfortunate, but they rolled with it well. They put out a stream. They didn't really have all that much that they could say right then and there, but they just put out a stream to acknowledge it. Uh, Again, art, I feel like, is a breath of fresh air. Uh, it, It wasn't like previous things where it went out and then it was like... Well, uh, they just sort of said, well, yeah, okay, well, yeah, we meant to put it out. It's like, no, they acknowledge the truth of the matter, and hey, you know, it is what it is. It it is all good. Um, They followed that up yesterday with the Discovery Scanner Dev Diary 2 video, Uh, and you know, I'll reiterate, I don't like exactly calling these Discovery Scanners. I think they should come up with a different name for them or whatever, but They got their system and they're going with it. And the video that they put out yesterday was, was actually good. This, this, this this stream was a good stream talking about the video and they did give out some pieces of information, which we will get into. Um, but, uh, it was, it was good stuff. So those are the three streams. And then obviously their big release was the video, the dev diary two itself. Uh, And the Dev Diary 2, we put out, Elite Week, I put out a video on it uh, just last night that was Elite Week episode 41, which is why this one is 42. And in that video, I broke down sort of frame by frame and pointed out all kinds of things that that I saw and noticed about uh, the Dev Diary that I thought that maybe people might have missed, things... From the details that I read out on the mission board to the signage overhead uh, at the the main concourse where it shows the different locations, and I broke down what those locations were. I uh, gave you sort of a walkthrough of the area. Uh, I showed things in the in the concept art that people might not have seen, and we we talked about things, and including. Uh, Even talking about the part where, like, they come across the window in Aster's Hope and you can look out there and see more buildings up the hill which is like, a whole other part of the, you know, settlement. Or things like the Dropbox, where uh, that was showed in a concept art as another location that I think people might have missed. Or the weird that the guy's got some kind of, I don't know if it's a visor or if it's attached to... Uh, Like a helmet or he's wearing it on the side of his head or whatever But he's got some weird sort of scanner equipment on the right side as he's walking down the hallway You have to I mean, I literally was like zooming in and playing it over like eight Like over and over and over and looking like okay Let's look right at this part What is this on the side of this guy's head here that you can see right there that guy that's in the hallway on the side of his head? You can see a thing that it's like it looks almost to me like that that board You know, how the board from Star Trek had that thing on the side of their head and it came down to a visor over their eyes. But you can see him for like three seconds walking down that hall and you can see the thing moving along the side there. It's like, what is that? Um, There's there's just a a lot of stuff to that original video. So why don't we start and just have an open discussion about the dev diary itself. Uh, Arson, why don't you give me your thoughts about the dev diary and 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 you know some of those details that i just highlighted which all of which are covered in elite week 41 that you can go now or go later and and watch and see a detailed breakdown second by second
3: sploosh is where i'm gonna start um for me the dev diary when i saw it i was like holy crap my immediate reaction was Oh my god, it looks so much like what Star Citizen has, except to me so much better cuz I like Elite's art style more. Um but the whole thing was fantastic for me um everything really started to come together though when they did the discovery scanner episode which i'm going to kind of disagree with you a little bit on kai in comparison to the discovery scanner that they did for the uh first dev diary where they left stephen pretty much hanging uh, by himself this one for something that they did entirely work from home was phenomenal to me um You know, I I do want the whole studio thing But, you know, Rona's gonna Rona Um, But the thing that really, really, really stuck out to me Was during that Discovery Scanner When they were talking about NPC interactions Mm -hmm. Um, The... (laughs) like talking about people watching and you know you can see in kind of some of the footage uh where people are going in and you know uh moving about you don't get a whole lot of it though a lot of the npcs are idle but they're talking about people uh having uh the ability to look at what's happening and and kind of make it up what's stories like what you do in real life when you may be sitting in a restaurant walking, watching somebody walk by like that kind of stuff oh my gosh the background sim driven <laughs> personalities I can't wait to find out what my uh, factions uh, NPCs act and look like that's going to be yes. interesting um, but I could gush mindlessly so I'm going to let somebody else take a turn and I'll come back later <laughs>
0: All right, Blake, how about we bring bring in you, your thoughts on all this.
5: Two mental images come to mind. Number one, I'm sitting down in the space bar, waiting for a friend. I finally see him come through the mail slot from my seat on the cocktail lounge. And I dial him up and said, you're late. The next thing right. I think about is the background sim-driven NPC personalities and i want to see some of the pirate characters all tattooed up see what they behave like
0: right on you're you guys are full-on belter loaders i dig it i dig it all right Ninja. you have any thoughts on the dev diary i think ninj might still be having technical difficulties no worries no worries tweet
2: yeah where, where do i start with this this Right from the opening scene where you see him standing in that little cafe slash bar watching the ships come in the station live and they have said that that is a thing you're going to sit there and whatever comes in the station you're going to see that as you said the NPCs taking on the uh, personality and and representing the faction that owns it so am I going to be able to pick like OPIC's uniforms and stuff like that? there's so much to look at with this but but my overall sentiment with it was this is exactly what i was expecting or what i was hoping odyssey would be the whole time i played elite dangerous as much as i love this game i've always had one thought that i feel like when i'm going to the station it's empty when i'm going over these planets they're empty even though it says there's five billion population that's not going to be a thing anymore now we're going to land at these stations. And there's going to be life all over the place and i couldn't be more excited right on a hundred percent
0: so let's i'm going to go over a couple more things and just take a few minutes to go over this uh i want to make sure like i said again the full absolute shebang is there uh on episode 41 but i just want to for the people that are here tonight i want to highlight some stuff first off Pierce Jackson game director 30 seconds in was talking about uh, and we really embrace that with odyssey you have and have transposed all of the careers back down onto an on foot experience so let's think about that for a minute combat on foot what is combat on foot gonna be like well obviously FPS okay that needs no further explanation there's lots of possibilities we could talk for hours on all of the possibilities but you get what that is exploration so you're talking about exploring on foot. You're talking about bio-scanning. You're talking about uh, finding all sorts of different things and getting your first boots on a planet, all of those, you know, uh, achievements and whatnot. Also, you're talking about exploring some of these wrecks. You might come across the thing that's just out there and whatever, um, trade, okay? They've talked about the fact that you can steal from these settlements and and put stuff on the black market. Obviously, there's going to be, Missions and stuff to do so for mission running you're going to have missions on foot some of the missions They said you're going to be sent to a settlement and you have to assassinate You know one guy there you have to stealthily sort of assassinate somebody or you have to steal a thing I'm not talking about just stealing the steel for the black market I'm talking about a mission where they send you in and you have to sneak in and grab this one set of plans from some Guy's desk or something and bring it back to the other guy So they're ready for you know the invasion or whatever
5: steal his action figure
0: or what sure whatever uh that'll really throw them in a tizzy and 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 you also have the one huge sort of well so the new gameplay loop that they mentioned is scavenging Scavenging. they said that basically the way this is going to work is an npc is going to say hey there's a I, i know about a wreck that's over that way and it's you know whatever and and they said now they specifically said at one point uh in the the discover scanner video. And this was interesting. I think this might have been a slip or whatever. But it was super interesting to me. They said, you can decide whether to fly your ship over to that location. Or you might decide to take uh, the the uh, the shuttle bus, the taxi service there, which means now that means you can actually have an opportunity. It's not just like, okay, flight's going to London and Paris and whatever, but you could literally say like, yeah, no, I don't want to flight to London or Paris. I want to flight to these coordinates for this wreck. And and they'll take you and drop you off there. That's now how the hell you're getting home. Ooh, I hope you got a bat phone and they, they make, you know, I hope like Uber you can just fucking dial in the information and they'll come pick you up, but it's, that's super super interesting so uh you know you you, you've got all of that in in addition to that they explain the way the gameplay loop for that is going to work and they said the mission giver will tell you okay i want you to go and like say get the data core or whatever out of that ship because it has plans that you need that you have to bring back and give to the guy and he will give you the money and and the way that mission is going to work is you have sort of dialogue options where you can haggle, you can negotiate with them and be like, "Ah, I want a little more or whatever. Uh, I don't know, whatever, however all that works, but we'll see. But uh, you get all that stuff, you go out there, you get the data core, that's for them. But then you can also dig around through boxes and they said some of them might be heavier boxes and take some work. There might be some mini game or some kind of uh, a, uh, I don't know, some sort of, work that you have to do to access them and then they said some of the other boxes or things might be locked now lock could mean a lot of things lock to me means you know a padlock so maybe you need a torch or maybe you need some bolt cutters lock could be a computer you know we're talking about the year 3306 so it could be some kind of a computer lock and and you need a a a some sort of a, a a lock pick set but it's like a digital version where you know like in all those spy movies where the dude puts the little you know connects the little lead here and lead there and like you see the little number scrolling and then beep, 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 you know it unlocks and then you open it or whatever but all of that stuff they said you know that stuff the npc doesn't want he just wants the data core so all of that stuff you take it and you can go and either you know uh use it you can go and store it or you can drop it off someplace and i think that this is the drop box location that was in the video and with those you know uh you can like turn it in for stuff like money or you can turn it in i i guess for like okay i've got these bits i'm ready now to augment kind of like materials i'm ready to upgrade my suit or i'm ready to you know uh upgrade maybe my srv they haven't gotten into srvs they specifically avoided talking about them but i will bet anyone right now who will take me up on the offer for five dollars that uh there's gonna be at least another if not several other types of srvs for different activities uh so scavenging seems super super interesting and they said that uh uh, and the other thing that they have not mentioned at all, we've had zero mention of, but let's be honest, if they say over and over that they have moved every possible sort of way of, uh, of uh, you know, everything that you can do right now in the game, they've added a way to do it on foot. What's the biggest activity that most players have done for the last year? Anyone? Mining. mining. Mining, yeah. And they have not touched at all the idea Materials. of mining mining on foot. So that's got to be, I, I just, I'm telling you, that's going to be a whole dev diary. There's going to be a thing on mining. It's coming. There's no way that it's not. You can't, you cannot say with a straight face that we've transposed every activity you do right now in the game to on foot and not have mining. You just can't so yeah and and one last thing before I bring it around to a round of quite you know like input from the guys uh, The suits they explain that there are three types of suit there's your combat suit there's your exploration suit and there's your scavenging suit now All of the suits the, the suits in this game are like your ships. so imagine now For Elite Dangerous Odyssey, there's three ships There's, you know, the combat ship, so let's say the vet There's the exploration ship, let's say the Crate Phantom And there's the scavenging ship, or or I guess let's say, you know, business-type ship And we'll call that the cutter, okay? So, you're not going to have just You know, a vet You're going to have your AX vet And you're going to have your cz vet and you're gonna have your you know uh i don't know different kinds of vets let's say so the same way you there's no limit well they haven't said the limit yet but they said you're allowed to have multiples of each kinds of the suits you can get bunches of them and you can upgrade them in different ways and they very specifically said on one of the streams that There are multiple ways to Upgrade them And Art was asked one of the questions He was asked "Uh, Will there be jetpacks And Art literally yesterday He was asked will there be jetpacks And he said specifically He said yeah of course Uh, You saw them in the first dev diary Well wait uh, We don't call them jetpacks per se But there definitely are modules He literally said the word Module so I'm telling you right now your three types of suit that we know of so far i think it's going to be just those three for now but there may be another one whatever we'll see but if there's these three kinds of suits i might have three different combat suits one of them is for like uh one of them has a jet pack and it's more of a like scout ranger kind of combat suit right for your your recon type combat one of them it's just beefier it doesn't have a jetpack because that jetpack man uses up too much of the energy and i need all of the energy on that suit to just be on the shields which your suit will have shields but it takes from the battery and if your battery gets too low your life support goes and you're dead so you it's all a big balancing game so i might have 3 or 4 combat suits in my ship for different types of combat i might have 3 or 4 exploration suits for different types of You know different situations maybe on an ice planet uh, I'll handle things differently than on a rocky world or whatever I might have three or four different engineering ones one one is for maybe one of them isn't so much uh, or sorry three or four scavenging suit maybe one of them is more of an engineering type one that has some abilities one of them is for you know we don't know what the different problems you're going to tackle when you're doing these scavenging missions maybe when you're scavenging a wreck of an anaconda it's way different than if you're scavenging the wreck of a thargoid device or if you're scavenging the wreck of a you know i don't know ass scout or something like maybe different types of ships will have different types of defenses and different types of sort of systems that you have to deal with as an engineer or as a sort of scavenger i keep saying engineer and you know, you'll have different ones. So they said, like, it's it's not like you have one of whatever, and you're going to modify them on two different ways. You're going to modify them by modules, and you're going to modify them by upgrades. We're getting engineering on our suits. Uh, they haven't said it, but if you think we're not, you're fooling yourself because that's a way that companies put you into spending lots of time on gameplay loops. So, these are all the thoughts on the suits, and and and. Uh, the different aspects of gameplay arson why don't you hop in on your thoughts on the different aspects of gameplay the different sort of loops on foot and and the suits
3: yeah, and scavenging absolutely. specifically so scavenging i am really really excited for um i actually started out uh elite in general by scavenging the first thing that i did was grab myself a mission found up being to hunt an orbital Uh, 0.22 light years for my first flight the scale of the game and the hours it took to get there though is what uh ultimately sold me on it um i was hooked from that point uh but i spent a lot of time um as a result uh afterwards looking at signal sources because i saw a whole bunch of them along the way while i was on that flight and i was like huh these missions aren't paying me crap but I can drop in here and grab some cargo and and what have you and I just ran around and picked up cargo and it was super fun and to this day 6000 hours in I still do that kind of gameplay. Um so I'm really excited for the scavenging. Cannot wait to see what it's like to find my way into a wrecked ship. Um but the most interesting thing about all of it is the suits for me and how we're going to be able to equip them. I'm hoping that there are uh, direct analogs of the support gameplay that I like because I run around with repair limpets and region beams and all that good stuff because I just I like to help people. So I'm hoping that there's uh, mods for the suits in there. And honestly, You want to be a corpsman? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's there's so many possibilities but i'm really really glad that they didn't just take the mindset of okay here's a few suits buy the one and and then go i like the idea that you can progress your character's equipment in that manner and i'm really excited to see how it plays out it's just just so much potential
0: beautiful blake your thoughts on any of this
5: I would be happy if we had a high level of suit customization in the same way that we can take any ship and do anything with it with enough customization. I would like to see all the suits have that level of customization as well. And it does lead me to wonder what would on-foot exploration of a Thargoid site look like or feel like or sound like because they do really (laughs) good sound. And a on-foot combat medic sounds really fun and I do enjoy some first-person shooter.
0: Beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, let's see. I'm going to ask Ninj, see if your technical stuff is back, and then we'll move to Tweet. Anything, Ninja. No. All right. Ninja, hop in and just, you know, give us a hello uh, at any point when I'm talking if your, your stuff gets sorted. Tweet, your thoughts.
2: Yeah, the suits is actually the least interesting part of all this to me, because to me, that's it just goes without saying. These suits are going to be the new ships. We're going to engineer them however we want. We're going to make them specifically for certain roles, just like I have three different pythons, each for a different role, two vets, all that kind of stuff. You know, so To me, that's, that's what the suits are going to be. What really interests me in all this, though, is the scavenger missions. Not only are we going to be able to negotiate, and he said that if you negotiate poorly, things could go bad, and they kind of smiled. So that that's intriguing to me. He also said there is no reason that if you go down to that that wreck to scavenge, that another player can't follow you down there and try to take your stuff from you, which could also result yeah. in some very fun gameplay.
4: Just A lot of that tough, kind of you? stuff.
2: Yeah, absolutely. A lot of that kind of stuff. And things like they said, uh, if you're going to a ground settlement and your reputation isn't so good with the faction owners there, you could run into some problems. So I think there's going to be so many different types of gameplay that we end up on the ground. Mining, I think a lot of it, we're going to be looking for materials on the ground to upgrade our suits and things like that too. So I'm very curious to see all the different... Uh, gameplay loops that they're going to have i think scavenging is just but one of many probably and the only thing left for me to see really i mean if fdev let me pre-order right now i would i'd pre-order this thing as soon as i could right now but everything that i have seen to this point leads me to just one more question i want to see the gunplay let me see what it looks like when we shoot some things, what kind of different gunplay I can have, and then hmm. give me the chance to buy it because that's the only thing left. I am totally sold on everything I've seen.
0: Oh, I guarantee you there's a whole dev diary that's coming up on FPS combat. They've oh, I know it, repeatedly. it. Yeah. All right. And and the last thought I'm going to throw in on that uh, engineering outfit, I dig the little wrist comp. I dig the little Dick, Dick Tracy Risk computer situation where you got like a readout Or whatever like that shit is legit I'm like yeah, yeah, that, that
2: I, I think that's going to be our radar to lead us back to wherever Our ship is you get so far away From your ship exploring and stuff you might Need that to lead you back to where you parked
0: There you go Alright so let's see here uh, We've got uh, From the video here there was a Sign of the different places with the stuff That they had on offer They had apex interstellar transport which is your Taxi service Uh, they, they had, uh, in, in one of the concept art footage, uh, they had a detailed picture of the sign that showed locations that you could get to. And you're not actually going to, uh, yeah, you're not going to see it there scrolling through, uh, Arson because it was from a different concept art picture that they, they, they put out the one that they put out with this round didn't have the, the signage that you could read, but the other one did. And it showed, It was like Sol to Lave, Lave to Akinar, Akinar to Sirius. And they had other ones going out, which kind of gives you a better idea of the, you know, that you can go to pretty far, pretty, pretty decent distances to get around the bubble. Uh, And it also showed uh, on the in the background, it showed a ship. See, okay, there you go. You do have that picture. Soul, Lave, Lave, Akinar, Akinar Sirius. And then so that shows you you can go far. And then to go with the information that sort of the devs were talking about or what Art was talking about, if you look at the picture right behind the checkout girl, there's the the ship and it shows there's three different points in just in that horizon that you can see where it's like this place or this place or this place. I think, you know, you're going to have, as I said, sort of the ability to have sort of more directed, not just London to Paris, but you can actually say, Hey man, I want to go to those grid coordinates and you can put in like, I've got a mission here and they're going to drop you there. So that's, that's super, super interesting. The other thing that really excited me about this is when they mentioned this one specifically uh, Pierce, he he said something very that stuck with me very very well and he said you know you're going to uh um he said we have a new character and a new service so when you talk about the character and the service like all right to me i very very hard went down the rabbit hole of like Why would you talk about a new character? Like, you're not going to really care about the checkout girl at a specific place of like, oh, I'm at Apex in Freehold. Why? Like, that person is just checkout person number 17. Like, it's sort of not really important to you. I'm thinking there's going to be, there's they've been showing us big, big shakeups in Power Play. I'm thinking there's going to be a new Power Play person, you know, and that Power Play person is... Hey man, they offer you a discount on your on your shuttle flights or whatever. Uh, I just feel like because uh, he said the new person is going to be working for Apex Interstellar. Maybe you're talking about somebody that's like you know high up, like the leader or whatever of Apex. Uh, so the next place they showed is the lounge, which is the pilot's bar. Obviously, you know a bar. Everybody knows what a bar is, but we're not drinking in the game. So what what the fuck is the point of a bar? To me. The bar is, you know, your place where you make contacts. So, you know, there's a shady guy over here. He's the smuggler. There's a, another person over here. That's the interstellar factor. There's another person over here. They're they're offering you some sort of uh, uh, stuff to buy on the black market. And then you meet them, you know, down at the docks or whatever after you make a deal. Or this guy over here is offering you a contract to go kill somebody that's like one of the local power play leader or not power play uh, uh, PM, uh, PMF leaders or whatever the minor faction people um, or you've stolen some goods and now this is where you're going to fence it like this bar i think is a central like i think this bar is the sort of player hub like i know what the player hubs are the the star ports the planet ports and the and the outposts. but i think this bar is going to be what we where we do all of our meeting and wheeling and dealing a lot of it Uh, And the other thing is I would love to see that they put in, you know, because there's tons of games where they have like, hey, man, you can play poker at the bar or whatever. That would be amazing. You would end up having people that just spend hours and hours and hours playing poker with each other. It'd be crazy. Uh, After that was Pioneer Supplies. That's your supply store where you buy all your stuff, weapons, weapons. armor stuff your suit stuff your weapons and consumables of various sorts they they said that uh in the polygon interview um frontline solutions frontline solutions it literally has a big sign behind it that says you know get into the fight and it's a big sort of question mark about like what exactly frontline solutions well here's what Frontline. here's what frontline solutions is uh according to, again, the Polygon interview, which this one seems very sort of well-sourced and uh, many of the things in there have already sort of been checked out. Frontline Solutions, it says, is... Hold on. A mercenary outfit, which will allow players to explore combat scenarios without necessarily aligning to any given faction in the game world. If you look at the front desk there, there is facing you there is a system map i think you go on there you, you accept the contract it's for a merc thing this doesn't affect your bgs and that's going to be i think the main sort of source of uh, well one of the main sources of fps stuff the 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 non BGSy part of it where you can just go in and do some fps this is your shooter game mode uh, this is uh, this
2: is what I think when when Arthur referred to CQC for first person shooters yes, in, in the stream. I think this is what he was talking about. A hundred
0: percent. There's also uh, Inter Astra, which is the shipyard where players can preview and purchase uh, starships. And Arson, if you bring that up on the screen, if you notice there, the vet on that hollow table has a ship kit on it. So like, this is this is interesting stuff in that it it shows you ships but i think it gives you an opportunity you can see like what would this look like with this or what would this look like with that um so in addition to that we've got let's see vista genomics uh an exobiologist to whom players will be able to sell genetic information from newly discovered life forms encountered while on foot and no mention of this at all in the in the uh, in the, the dev diary, but they did specifically mention the Polygon interview. Gareth Hughes said, "And the black market. Uh, while black market contacts already exist in the game, this is where players will be able to fence the new kinds of stolen and illicit goods available in Odyssey. Super, super interesting stuff. Uh, and all of this comes from the Charlie Hall interview." With Gareth Hughes, the lead designer um, Like I said, this information seems 100% legit Based on the other information that we had And I'm gonna roll right into the rest of this interview We're kind of taking this hodgepodge Because it's, it's a mess of a, of a thing But um, So, uh, entire new system of gameplay Focused on first-person shooter Solitary exploration And stealth in built-up areas that stealth in built-up areas i i submit that you that's two things it's stealing stuff you know you go to a settlement and you steal some stuff maybe for a mission or just because you want it to sell it or stealth in built-up areas because you got to sneak in and kill a guy you got to kill one guy uh and you don't want to do a whole combat assault force because there's an army there but you want to just sneak in kill this one guy and get the hell out Uh, Each of the new types of locations, outposts, which are your small space stations, your shoeboxes, starports, which is the big space stations, you know, the big Coriolis and Orbis and whatnot, and and asteroid as they showed in Freehold there, and planet ports, which is your uh, existing large land bases, the places that you can go to right now in game and you can land. They are your three types of uh, social hubs, okay? And they will each have one layout type. So all of the shoebox stations will be laid out the same way. All of the starports will be laid out the same way. All of the planet ports will be laid out the same way. With variations through decorations and faction modifications. But the layouts are the same. So if if you know the layout of one starport, you know the layout of all the starports. But they'll have some cosmetic stuff that looks different for each one so that it doesn't sort of look monotonous. Now there's one other new type of thing, which are settlements. Now, this is super interesting because it's not a handful of settlements. They literally said in the interview, there will be thousands. They will be added into existing planets and the new tenuous atmospheric planets. They will vary in type, but are far larger than planet ports. They're sprawling compact complexes of buildings from productions, they have production buildings, they have, so if it's an agricultural settlement, you know, that production thing will be, you know, they're they're harvesting food or whatever. If it's a mineral one, if it's, you know, then it'll be, you know, or they're smelting stuff or whatever. If it's a, uh, um, what do you call it, uh, like a production facility,
3: it'll be like they're making components for stuff or whatever.
5: Refinery, Ser- industrial, high-tech, colony. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah
3: similar to how they have the varied interiors for the stations that we can see now for like agricultural and industrial and whatnot and you will have habs the places where the people that work there live although some
0: of them won't even have habs because the people will like fly into work and then like leave it'll be automated or whatever um you could have a mission to go there to collect something or kill someone or you could just roll up and assault it or roll up and stealthily steal something or roll up and stealthily assassinate one guy and leave or whatever. Uh, The security and the defenses can get buffed based on the background simulation, the BGS, and these locations can be assaulted in combined ops, on foot, SRVs, and ships. There is a link to this uh, excellent Polygon article in the show notes that you should absolutely check out.
3: All right, Arson your thoughts on these things that we've just covered so that i mean that was quite a mouthful um i am really really interested to see the new settlements because we have what are coined as settlements in the game right now um but they're they're definitely smaller than the planet ports uh that we have now like for example when I was tooling around in the SRV earlier that was a uh, class 3 settlement one of the larger ones but based off what they're saying it sounds like we're going to be getting like things closer to what you see as like a a rural area that's spread across miles Mm -hmm. and miles and miles that kind of stuff sounds phenomenal like you know, imagine a neighbor has a grudge against another neighbor in the settlement, and you know, you hop in your SRV or uh, I kind of hope for a pickup truck or a hover bike. But you know, you hop in your vehicle and you cruise to the other side of the settlement and you interact with them, and you maybe hop on your vehicle and go back. And just the menial tasks and the traveling between points like that kind of stuff excites me just from the premise of i can't wait to do that and then in the backdrop have my enormous spaceship in the backdrop and just having the feeling the entire time i'm running around that's my ship i am the big boss in this area because all i have to do is take off and lay the heat down <laughs> like...
0: right on <laughs> that reminds me of that one uh, episode of firefly where they, they they're getting chased by the people out of the bar And uh, Wash (laughs) shows up with the ship And the local yokels don't even know That he's not armed He just shows up and he's like Back up or you all die And they're all like Oh shit Yeah
3: I will blow a hole in this tiny moon
0: Yeah yeah Alright Blake your thoughts on all this
5: Uh, Going back to a couple topics We were looking at The shop that sells you weapons Mm -hmm. If you wanted to sell me a rifle All you got to do give me a firing range, to put it in my hands and give me a feel of what is it like. And then I will go through, find the one that fits me, my play style, and then I'll buy that weapon. And the next thing we talked about, the hologram of a Corvette. Mm-hmm. What I would love to know is where in the heck is hardpoint number 8 or utility slot number 7? I don't know exactly where they are, but I'd love to know. I think that's a really cool feature. Um, we talked a little bit about... Um, the infiltration and the mm-hmm. stealth—it's a lot to ask. But what would happen if you were doing infantry combat on a world that's four G? I don't know.
0: Yeah, I think uh, I think. <laughs> you're going to need some augmented power suits like they have in the edrpg for that for that kind of stuff in order to be really sort of effective and and maybe those are modules that we have uh that remains to be seen but that's super super interesting makes sense you
3: you know that that's actually uh, just thinking about that because one of the things that i did with my ship is i set a baseline of being able to operate in 7g i used Akinar 6 as a test bed for my ship i can't wait to be like oh like you you want to follow me and gank me well you know what follow me down to this planet bro and oh i have a high g suit and you don't <laughs> well, like yeah that's you take be them awesome. into the
0: deep deep waters and give them the old choke right on ninja your thoughts Still technical difficulties, All right, Tweet, your thoughts?
2: Well, there's a lot to unpack here, but very interested in the shipyard. I'd love to be able to walk into a place and get a better look at the ships that I'm considering buying. I love that idea. The uh, taxi service for people to never have to actually own a ship to play the game, uh, that's a pretty cool idea if they want to play it that way, and I have no problem with that whatsoever. But they won't be able to do the things that we all can when we want to go out, you know, thousands of light years into the black or something like that. The settlements, uh, I can't wait to find one of these Dust Bowl, Firefly-esque settlements out there because I'm hoping to get into some good old-fashioned and Wild West gunfights out there somewhere. Mm-hmm. But, but one thing that really struck me with this whole Dead Diary and the Polygon article... Everything previously that we had heard was FF talking about social hubs. So I was picturing in my head a few of these scattered throughout the galaxy in, in, in strategical positions. Mm-hmm. What we're getting, it seems, and according to that Polygon article, which again is well-sourced, is every station across yep. the galaxy. and And that is just mind-blowingly best-case scenario phenomenal as far as I'm concerned
0: yeah you're talking about like uh like like fifty thousand uh uh sort of of the planet ports star ports and outposts in addition to the quote thousands of new uh uh settlements that are gonna be dotted around so there th- this is this is no small uh number that we're talking about here all right so We've covered that that polygon thing. Let me go back because I kind of got sidetracked off of the uh, the notes that I was looking at when I uh, sort of hopped over to the polygon thing. Let's go back here, and here we go. Um, so, I, 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 again, I can't shake the. He said one of the new characters. I think we're getting new power play stuff. But all right, let's move on from there. Um, So we saw the mission board, how that worked. Frontier has uh, uh, confirmed that you can still use the mission board in your ship if you want to. If you're like, "Ah, I don't really want to do that. You don't have to. Use the mission board in your ship. Or you can use the mission board in the station. Or you can walk right up to mission givers. These are all sort of possibilities of things that you can do.
2: And on that... On that, real quick, they did say that the mission giver would give more detailed information about your mission than you would get from the mission board. So that's interesting.
0: Yeah. And you would have an opportunity to sort of haggle. You could negotiate. Yep. All right. So let's see here. Uh, I'm going through the notes here. I'm skimming through it because I want to just pull out certain things. I got to correct myself. so i said like this this is great the way they showed this airlock but that's not how you would use an airlock and then somebody pointed out to me that you could see like some blue line and like some little like uh hazy whatever it's one of those force fields just like you have when you fly through the uh the mail slot so so that was you know i'm correcting myself there that okay if that's the case then then i sort of was using my 2020 brain that was like, you don't use an airlock like that. And they're like, bro, we're in the future. We got Star Trek shit. We, we don't need your, <laughs> we don't need your walls. Okay, fine. Fair enough. I can, I can go with that. Uh, let's see here.
3: I, I actually want to want to say something just from on that particular topic. I think that that particular shielding technology for that, it goes a lot it says a lot rather about the progression of technology we're not just a space faring species and elite that has obtained faster than light travel and is still you know puttering around we can without impairment walk in and out of our habitats in poisonous atmospheres that is kind of badass and it also raises the question on the airlocks when we get to say i don't know cloud city type buildings in gas giants deep in the atmosphere is there a certain threshold that the pressure is going to make it to where you suddenly uh, have to use a traditional airlock i think those kind of things could be really really interesting especially if you take uh, storms into account down the line for sure, man, for sure. All right, the Dropbox
0: area. I'm going my right now, I'm putting my thought that the Dropbox is your place where you, A, you can bring stuff like your, maybe a, 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 a black market type, whatever. But B, I'm thinking this is where you go to bring your engineering shit and trade it in for the stuff that you want or for cash so you can get your suit and your your new SRV types that I'm I'm still holding out. hope that we're going to get engineered. Uh, Blake, let's start with you. What do you think the Dropbox is?
5: I haven't seen it. I don't know.
0: Okay. Arson.
3: Well, I I think the Dropbox is is probably going to be relatively simple in concept, just as a a place to put things. Um, But one of the things that I I did notice that they were talking about in the Discovery Scanner, though, was dropping off your salvage. And I'm wondering if the Dropbox is basically their way of handling PvP looting and all of that stuff. Because if you're carrying something on your person once you die it's lost as my assumption and that you would take it to the drop box and that would then transition those items from your character inventory to your account inventory Uh, and i think that if that's the case that's going to open up a lot of potential with the whole mindset of following people down to planets and engaging in pvp oh i'm just gonna wait for them to collect all the salvage and then they come out of the wreck and then you know we got a three sniper team two of them take down their shields and the third one takes the kill shot like there's just so much potential there i I think that's where dropbox go
0: you my friend have been smoking too much reefer you're in your elite you're in your eve brain and i know that you want it to be full loot tvp but you're not getting it bro elite does not do that dropbox you're you're when you die your stuff is all just like your materials right now when you die it's not like all your materials go spreading you know get 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 gone we'll, that's we'll going to be a out. separate little interdimensional <laughs> pocket where all your materials and all of your fucking scavenge stuff goes although maybe 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 with scavenge stuff i could see that scavenge stuff go into the cargo pile as opposed to the because they did specifically even say with some stuff it might be big and heavy you might want to put it in your srv or whatever so that i could i could maybe maybe see but i think a lot of it is going to be i I think the dropbox is like trading your stuff in for money and or getting your stuff engineered but tweaked You'd be the the deciding, uh, uh, you know, we got one boat that says full loot and one boat that says nah. What do you think?
2: No, I'm I'm more along your line of thinking, Kai, where I I think the drop box is going to be some of that stuff that we scavenge that we don't have to turn into the mission giver. We can put it there and get paid for it or whatnot. I, I something do. along those lines
0: i i would dig it though arson if i was wrong if if i was wrong and you were right i'm not gonna lie i would dig it i would that, I would that, be...
2: that to me you're kind of talking about like a, a locker a, a save locker or something like in red dead your weapons are there and that kind of stuff i don't know that that's an elite dangerous kind of thing really
0: yeah arson pull up the video at at uh three minutes and 19 seconds in if you if you would the this... dev diary itself yeah this, this literally is the part where they're looking out the window at Aster's Hope. And I want you to look as the camera pans. I want you to look up the hill at the other installation. You can see where like this thing is. I think it's there, the first we were thinking, oh, this is a little thing. Watch this pan and look out that right window. The one that you can only have half a view of. Go ahead.
3: Yeah, I'm just taking it frame by frame real quick. That's a hard pause to get. Yeah. yeah. Click fingers. Yeah see okay you
0: see start the outline there's more building up there there's more here you're about to see it really well there you go right there that a window or
2: something out there
0: yeah so that so when we first saw the little thing i think a lot of people were thinking like yeah okay right there perfect a lot of people were thinking like oh it's gonna be you know there's that little gateway and then there's gonna be like you know two buildings three buildings Now, man, we have got buildings off in the distance up there to the right. And this is just the one vantage point that we got that's to the side. For all we know, that behind these guys and on on the other side, there's five or six more buildings. There's lots of other stuff we don't know. But they have told us that settlements are by far the largest areas uh, of all of the social hubs. They're much larger, much. uh, They said they're much larger much more dynamic, and uh, what was the other thing?
2: Opportunistic, oh. I think they said.
0: Let's see here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually, literally dig through my notes and Okay, the largest, uh, the newest, largest, and most dynamic of the new planetary locations. So, expect more out of those settlements than what we were first thinking. All right. So, um, scrolling down here a little bit, I see. Then we, we already covered the, the the guy walking with the Borg, I'm calling it the Borg visor, but it could also just be something that's attached on a helmet or something that's attached to like the shoulder part of his head. Cause it looks like he's not wearing a helmet, but we, we covered that already. Now I, I broke down in the video where you can see from the bar and I pointed out key people to use in the bar and the main concourse to use as your sort of touchstones to say, okay, if that guy's there, then that means you're looking at this viewpoint as opposed to that viewpoint. And basically, Broke down the video and took you on a walkway and showed you. Okay, this is where all the stuff is, uh, which you know. I don't know. Maybe I'm overly nerdy for getting into that, but it's just like, oh, this is a new thing. I want to. I want to. I want to know all of it. Um, let's see here.
2: You want to know overly nerdy? I even loved. I don't know, Parson. You can go back to that. That math. What was his name, Matthew Florian's That was just there talking about the <laughs> dangerous sounds. Sound. Yeah, You look at his face when he's talking If you can play that part And you just see that unabashed joy And pure love And in my experience When any creator Whether it be a movie maker a An author, an artist okay. When they have that kind of love For what they are creating That makes them that happy They're creating something magical
3: Absolutely Yeah, that, that really stuck out to me Here you go or in, inside a little
1: vehicle but inside a body meeting
0: Yeah, if, and then there's this guy felix feel I just want to give felix eyes a hug that guy I don't know. He's, that guy just looks like he's like I just want to make a connection All right, uh Yeah, super super interesting all right, uh, I'm going to now sort of leave the computer notes that I had from the thing on the on on the dev diary, and let's look at my my many pages of scrawled out notes here. Um, let's see here. All right, so Stephen on the social hubs, we got this variations of design. Okay, uh, let's see,
3: combat missions, exploration missions, scavenger missions. Um, while you look through your notes i kind of want to because one of the things they said was uh they don't have anything to say on fleet carriers yet yeah and i think that that is definitely an area because they don't want to cross the lo- the ground of treating it like somebody else owns it and whatnot but one thing just a little bit of a shower thought that i had i would love when i jump my carrier into a system if i have um uh, you know you could have a setting on your carrier allow them to dock but i would like to see say for example if i jumped into uh limbava controlled by leong Rui, uh, that leong Rui uh, would send a power play envoy ship that lands at my carrier and this is this is something i guess maybe for the future when they have ship interiors but these envoys could potentially land at your carrier and you can walk through the carrier and go to the docking bay where they're landed they don't board your ship they just land And then you board their ship, so maybe if it's an Imperial Envoy, for example, they show up in a cutter, and maybe they have uh, missions that they will offer you on your carrier, but you have to allow the Envoy to dock, and you have to have good reps since you own the carrier and things like that. I think that that kind of stuff could be potentially really, really awesome, because just the thought of treating mobile NPCs as kind of like these ad hoc environments that all kinds of different things could be done with on the fly you know what if one of those landed npcs that you see just just parked on a barren planet for no reason they go up and knock on the door and they open up and say would you like to buy my wares it could be interesting it definitely could be interesting
0: one thing that i missed out on when i was talking about the uh scavenging loop gameplay loop number one uh, when Luke was talking about it on the stream, he said specifically, you're going to have to scan for it. So it's going to kind of think be similar to, you know, how so you get some of those missions where it'll say you're looking for a site and you go and it says like search area as you're coming in. You kind of kind of look around and look around and your search zone will move four or five yeah, times. The and the final Yeah. I think it's going to be similar to that. There's going to be some sort of scanning mini game or whatever that you're going to have to sort of accomplish to get to the location. Um, and also with regard to, uh, those, those, uh, missions, um, Luke specifically said at 41 minutes into the the live stream he said you can scavenge without a mission as well so like you can literally just show up and start like looking searching in a planet they're going to see these things sort of all over the place and you know you can go with a mission or you could just go out there and say like no I'm a scavenger I want to role play that I'm this type of scavenger that I just go out and look for wrecks randomly and and you can find them."
2: And if they add the right stuff to make that a viable way to play the game, I mean, if they're going to tell me if I can scavenge a wrecked anaconda and pull a fully engineered grade, you know, grade five engineered FSD out of it or something that I can use in one of my ships or maybe a, a, a new personal weapon or something like that, something useful that I can use for my own inventory, then that would make scavenging a lot of fun.
0: 100%. Absolutely. Blake, I know that you have to go. You said that you have a, a time concern and we already had an issue with Ninja where technical difficulties, he had to go. But um, do you have anything you want to add on any of these things that we discussed or anything you want to say as sort of a part? I want to give you a chance to say a parting words about any of this or about, you know, just Operation Ida or the game in general before you go.
5: Oh, uh, no, I'd like to say thank you for having me. It's been a lot of fun. I think you offer something and. In- are able to bring people together and have a good conversation um good night to all of you and have fun
0: fantastic big salute to operation ida and uh you know we 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 love you you guys are awesome keep on fucking trucking cheers beautiful all right so uh i want to hit another thing at the 46 minute and 50 second mark of the uh live stream from yesterday luke said it was asked will the npcs be voice acted and he said yes that to me is fucking massive your thoughts guys
2: skyrim in space (laughs) totally agree freaking amazing absolutely perfect
3: right on all right Uh, yeah that that part right there like i had hoped that npcs would be voiced but i did not set my expectation for it because you know it, it's a pretty tall order now there's plenty of examples of games that have done it uh skyrim obviously being one of them um but the fact that that's happening has me so excited and i'm really hoping that that translates to npcs in space as well
5: mm.
0: absolutely that would be awesome um so at the 53-minute mark of yesterday's stream was where the question was asked about the jetpacks, and Arv said, I don't know. Uh, we call them... We don't call them jetpacks, but uh, you saw them in the trailer, they are modules in there. He specifically said modules. You can go look for it at the 53-minute mark. At the 54-minute mark, he alludes to either assaulting uh, settlements you know, force assault or, you know, stealing stuff or stealthy assassination or whatever in settlements. That You know, you can go there. He said, you don't have to have a mission. You can go in there and make your own gameplay, and I'll let you read into it, you know, something to that extent, he said. Um, at the fifty-four fifty mark, um, this is super interesting to me. So Arf said, you can walk around your ship in the hangar, and it's seamless walking from outside to inside. So, To me, you know, uh, and and he said it's just like going in and out of buildings. To me, when you say that, let's look at this for a second. If you were to have a thing, people have been saying, oh, this sucks. You can't walk in your ship. So it's going to be a stupid thing. Just like when you hop in an SRV where, like, you click on the exit ship button and then the screen goes black. And then you, the screen comes back up and you're outside your ship. A he just said you can walk from outside to inside or whatever and then b he said it's seamless no cutscene isn't that give me your guys's opinion isn't that a cutscene when you like load in right now where you load into your srv and the screen goes black and whatever that's a to me that's a cutscene. so uh,
2: and i wouldn't say that that isn't that, that, that I, I would say that's not seamless as well having it go to black like that so yeah this is implies to me that maybe we walk up the ladder and the rest of the ship is is closed off to us but the cockpit 100%. is right there 100%
0: that that's that's what i alluded to in my breakdown video that i thought uh on on elite week episode 41 arson your thoughts on on this does that seem to you to sort of hint the same way that i took it or do you take it differently
3: Uh, so i i gotta say i definitely want to latch onto the that means you'll be able to walk all the way from the outside of your ship to your chair regardless of how little space there actually is to run around your ship i i gotta say i'm feeling like being cautious with that however (laughs) however I will say that from a technical perspective, I have a feeling that that statement of being seamless means that the technology in the game, at the very least, is at a state. Where if they wanted to give us ship interiors, that they might possibly be capable of allowing us to do stuff like they do in Star Citizen, where they walk up to their ship, open a door, and walk up the ramp, and they're literally in their ship, and then walk to the thing. Considering uh, David Braben said in 2012 that they have basically had the technology planned out in the frameworks of everything since way back in 2012... I think that, that hopefully that might actually be the case. And if it is, we are in for a treat once they give us ship interiors. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: All right. So let's see here. We definitely have gotten confirmation uh, in Dev Diary 1 that starting on foot is an option. And they've said specifically that you don't even have to buy a ship anymore. If you want to be a commander that doesn't use a ship, that's your choice. Now, let me be absolutely clear. I think that that's fucking ridiculous. I would never want to do that because I love flying spaceships. But the fact that that's even a thing that you can contemplate for somebody who's not me, who is excited by that, means that you put so much depth and so many loops and things and whatever... That if, if if there's so much there that a person that says, I hate flying spaceships, but I love doing all this other stuff. If that person could be happy with this product, then me, who loves to fly spaceship, that means I'm getting a full game's worth of shit that's not even in the spaceship, plus all the stuff I have that's in the spaceship. So to me, I, I just took that as a, you know, sort of, huge 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 plus what about you
2: absolutely guys? absolutely a huge plus and one thing that i'd add too that one of the questions that was asked to uh in the stream and I, i'm pretty sure i heard on Live radio that there was an answer and you probably have this too kai is that they said that the travel with this taxi service is not instantaneous. So it's not going to be you click a button to go take a trip to Seoul. It's not, you're not going to fade to black and get frozen and instantly be there. You're going to get onto a ship and probably have to wait. And I don't, I don't hate that idea. Uh, Lay radio. I think it was Lay, Maybe it was loose. One of the shows was talking about that and they were saying how it's bad gameplay to sit On a hauler and wait for it to take off and I disagree. I think that's Simulated gameplay. That's a simulation if I'm getting on an airplane to go somewhere I have to wait until it takes off to go and I have no problem if I don't want to fly a spaceship But I want to take a taxi. I have to wait it be at its mercy. I like that.
0: Yeah, they definitely said it's not an instantaneous travel, but They also said, because they were asked, well, how long is it going to be or whatever? And they said, "Eh, we're working. We we don't want to talk about that yet. I think they're working it out still. They're trying to find the sweet spot of long enough that it has a feel where it's not instantaneous and doesn't feel cheap, but short enough that you don't get pissed off. I think they're working on that. And I I feel like they'll they'll come
2: up. We still take half hour super cruise trips from station to station in certain systems, sometimes even more in... And most of us don't complain about that. I love the vastness of the game. That's part of what made me fall in love with it to begin with. So this, to me, plays to that. I love the fact that they're keeping this a full-on simulation.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see here. There was a question about the early release of the video. Like, this is the second time. And people, some people have questioned, like, "Wow, well, was the one, was the other one, was the teaser trailer really released early? yes it absolutely was released early it absolutely was 100 supposed to be released a week later at the ig like literally they showed that video at the ign thing that's where it was supposed to go it was supposed to be part of that it didn't happen because of an error again this time it released early because of shenanigans however whatever and i you know they're i'm sure they're learning from this and they're getting on it but in the meantime they rolled with it last time they kind of acted like "Nope, we meant to do that i mean they didn't say it but they gave that impression by not addressing it and it felt a little off this time you know when when you when you when you you love somebody and they fuck up and they immediately go oops i fucked up it's very easy to go like Or not even if it's them or if it's somebody else or whatever, but they honestly just say flat out like, whoops, we didn't mean this, but we're going to roll with it as best we can. It's very endearing. And I think it's very, it makes you want to just go like, yeah, you know, we're rolling with you. It's all good. Don't, you know, do your best, whatever. I I think they, they rolled with it super, super well
2: do yeah, you think mean? they handled it perfectly. Absolutely perfectly. They they could have tried to hide it and could have said, "Oh no, it was we've totally meant to do this." They kind of and, and they just came out and said, "Oops, it was a mistake." But hey, we're rolling with it. We love what we have here anyway. So what do you guys think? And I personally think the community is a buzz and couldn't be happier. The community doesn't care if it got released a little bit earlier or on time or whatnot. The fact is, we got to see the dev diary. We get an idea of what's coming, and everybody is excited.
3: Okay, yeah. What do you think, Arson? I, I thought it was fantastic of them to go ahead and just do uh, another live stream on it. it, just impromptu that day. Acknowledge it, and then engage with the community. Uh, that that just just great stuff. You know, it wasn't just a oh okay. Here's a forum post saying this. I, I, I kind of enjoyed that stream. It was impromptu. There wasn't really a whole lot of meat given, but it was like, a, hey, you know, we we get it. And then the next day, they came out with the Super Cruise news and or not the Super Cruise news, the damn uh, Discovery Scanner, and mm-hmm. and they just melted my heart. <laughs> you're
0: you're a softy. All right. At a at a uh, an hour and seventeen minutes and thirty two seconds into this the stream, Art specifically, he he was like, "I see a question here. Will there be CQC on foot?" And then he's like, "Look, we're not going to talk about it. I'm not getting into it right now. This is we're gonna. This is a thing for later." But yes, I'm like, "Wait, what? Uh, okay, <laughs> I fucking love that guy." He's like, he, "He, you know, he's just like." like the, the the whole setup there was leading you to think that it was like, hey, we're not going to talk about it, we'll later, blah 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 blah, moving on. But then he's like, oh yes, and I'm like, oh okay, like you you had me at yes. Uh, I'm, and I'm not even a fan really of the idea of CQC on foot. I'm not a first person shooter guy, but I acknowledge that lots of people are, and I want you to, you know, like yeah, you should have your have your fun too you know all of that It like yeah 100 uh so for for those people that they're into it yeah okay cool
2: uh, um, see, i am i am a combat guy i don't necessarily love first person i'm, I'm typically i prefer third person for personal reasons but, sure, sure. but i'm okay with a first person but i don't love i've said before i don't love cqc because it takes me out of the open universe the open galaxy
0: this one doesn't
2: well i don't know i mean I, it might not but the sound of it is it's gonna have me sign up to go help somebody down there and it might give me a contract to make some credits or something and that's cool let me test out the gun that i'm thinking about buying maybe that would be cool i hope they work it that way but yeah i'm i want the more natural first person combat in this game the The CZs on the ground The I'm at the Wild West Settlement and somebody started shooting at me So I had to shoot them all down That kind of stuff that's what I'm excited to try out
3: Yeah me too I I will say I think I might differ I don't really Think that Frontline Solutions has Anything to do with the CQC version Uh, Maybe the CQC Version of Odyssey Gunplay can be accessed Through Frontline Solutions but I Genuinely because of the way that the concept art and the footage was i feel like apex and frontline solutions are like kiosks that are across from each other in a hall and that what it is is that that section of uh not the space mall because i know somebody called it that recently but the actual airport uh frontline solution sends you to drop ships and ships specifically taking you to combat zones and various war areas i think that are tied to the bgs and then the other side for apex takes you to couriers to get you to different places and things like that i think that that is more along the lines of what frontline is focused on i don't think that the whole frontline kiosk is dedicated just to a cqc for for gunplay I'd be totally down for that. i like that. All right. All
0: right. I want to hit another thing that I found super interesting. On the live stream from yesterday, at an hour and 19 minutes and five seconds in, Steven said, he was asked specifically, he was like, what about cross-play, cross-platform play? And now Frontier have repeatedly said, like, we have no plans for cross-platform at this time. That's their official line. But this time, one hour and 19 minutes and five seconds in, Steven said, We've not discussed anything about cross-platform at the moment. With Odyssey release, we will update you at that time. What? Uh, Okay, now that, let's be honest, let's be fair. These guys were doing a, a live stream for a couple hours, so he may have sort of misspoke there, or he may whatever, or it may be a tip of the hat of like, yeah, before, we were kind of limiting your your expectations or whatever. We're managing expectations. And whoops, I just slipped up and said, talk about that later after release. which A little, to, bit,
2: little bit of a softening of the stance, right? That's I, the way I took it.
0: Yeah, maybe. Or maybe just saying, can't talk about it now, but we will talk about it later, which would excite the fuck out of me. <laughs> that would be the biggest thing I think ever.
2: That yeah. would be a great for Elite Dangerous, period. Yeah. Make the universe come alive and be full.
3: Arson. Yeah. So I the the part of that that stuck with me is we're not talking about that right now it's that that right now verbiage um and i very much i wholeheartedly believe that the whole reason we don't have cross-play right now is because it wasn't a smart move to develop it because things were so uncertain in that Mm -hmm. realm of of gaming up until 100 really the last year uh i think where sony kept it actually comfortable now
0: yeah sony kept it locked down so there was no point but now they seem to be
2: legitimately open so and squadrons just released and that is totally cross-platform from my understanding so and it 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 in
3: sucks. It sorry
0: okay that's we'll talk about that uh, another time
2: this is all elite right now
0: alright so <clears throat> uh, at, a, at a hour and 21 minutes and 48 seconds again Stephen was asked about the suit with shields and he said yes they will have shields and they will be battery powered and you will have to Sort of maintain your resources you'll have to sort of like think because like it's if, if if uh you know if you put if your if your shield sucks up too much power your you know your life support's not going to have it you know so
3: that's that's a thing that you have to keep in mind hey here's a pot right. on shields i bet you do you toggle them on and off as you need them? Toggle them on when you're leaving a salvage site on the way out the door. Toggle them off on the way in after you've made sure nobody's inside the entrance. Yeah, I mean, to, to conserve your power, that completely
0: makes sense. The same way, not the same exact mechanic, but a similar mechanic to how we manage our pips. So, you know, you put pips into shield... When you need it, you put pips into weapons, you know, sort of you put pips into uh, um, uh, sort of, uh, you know, engines. So it could be a similar thing of like, you know, if I'm using the not you're not I'm not trying to say that we're going to have pip management specifically in the suits. Um, although, you know, who knows? We'll see. But what I'm just simply saying is if you use your jet pack, it's like you're putting pips into engines. You're, you're, you're soaking up that you know distributor the same way if you put pips into shields or if you have it on you're soaking up and and you know that has to be that's a resource that you have to sort of balance out and you have to keep in sure in your mind you have to make sure that you keep in 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 the front of your mind that the most important resource you have is life support without that you are fucked. All right so I think that goes through a good amount Of the breakdown, let's talk about a couple Of the other Frontier stuff that happened this week First off, huge announcement Was made that As of October 27th uh, Frontier uh, uh, Horizons Will be rolled into The base game And um, Honestly, I think that's We've called it, we all call it, nobody's shocked Nobody's surprised, but I salute it. It was. It's an excellent idea. It's a thing that you need to do to, you know, get yourself into a situation where you're ready to aggressively market to uh, the masses as much as possible. They threw a bone. Now, I don't even think they needed to, to be honest with you. Just me personally. I've already gotten, and, and you may, your mileage may vary, but for me, I've gotten, I paid, what, 60, 70 bucks for because, you know, when I first started, I wasn't waiting for a sale because I was a brand new fish. I was a brand new player, and I didn't buy the base game and then later Horizons. I bought the $60, 70 package or whatever that's like. It has the base game. It has Horizons, and it also has, like, I don't know, you got some extra stickers or some shit. Like, yeah, you get these paint jobs. You get these whatever. It was like a package combo deal. I paid $70, bucks. All right? I paid as much as you could sort of possibly pay for the shit. If you factor in the amount of hours I've gotten out of this game, it's, it's literally pennies, if that, per hour. Like, it's nothing. I have gotten... I don't need a new paint job. I've gotten my money's worth out of this. I've soaked it all up. But it was a very classy touch to throw the paint job in and say, hey, man, you get this special paint job for all of your ships, and you can only ever get it, you know, like, this way. This is... I, that's awesome. I think that's very, very classy. Um, the other thing that I want to throw in here is why would you do this now? Why would you roll in? Cause companies want to soak up as much money as possible. They want to make money. So why would you, you know, roll in the base game before the other one is released? Here's why. And this is just my hunch. This is not official. I do not have any inside information that I'm sharing at this time. I'm just giving you a hunch. My hunch is you do that so that you can clear the decks and get shit ready for pre-order announcement. So that it's you want a very clean transition to you want this transition done before the pre-orders so that it doesn't muddy the waters of people now complaining because wait, you're trying to sell this and then this and then three. Well, I have to buy whatever. No, you want people to know when pre-orders are coming out, if they're excited and say, Yeah, fuck it, I'll put I'll put, you know money down on this game that you could say like okay it's only going to cost me this plus this you're not this plus this plus this arson your thoughts on this announcement and my speculation on pre-orders coming soon after that october 27th
3: i i definitely believe that'll probably be the case that feels about right if if not october then definitely november um as far as it's concerned i think the the biggest thing is letting those that haven't had horizons access have a little bit of breathing room before odyssey drops so that they can start engineering their ships since they've been holding out because <laughs> they're gonna need it i feel right on tweet
2: i i don't know if it's because of a pre-order coming up i Personally, I hope so because I'm ready to fork over however much they want to charge for Odyssey as soon as I can. But I think it's probably to clear up any confusion because you don't want to have here's Elite Dangerous Core and here's Elite Dangerous Horizons and here's Elite Dangerous Beyond and here's Elite Dangerous Odyssey. You don't want all these different conglomerates of the game. So now they just cut it down. This is Elite Dangerous. This is Odyssey, which is coming and that's it and and i also think it has a lot to do with the fact that because all the planets are getting a re a, a redo with the graphics and everything that and and I, I think they just want everybody to be able to land on this stuff and and enjoy it and really it's been out for how many years now and it's pretty inexpensive at this point anyways really so it's probably time to roll it into the base game i right. hope I hope there's a pre-order coming soon because I'm ready.
0: All right. So now let's move on to sort of the next topic, which is Galnet. There have been a lot of Galnet stories. We're we're already after 10 o'clock. We don't have the time to get into them in detail. But obviously, I just want to give much love and salute that, that Galnet is still continuing. It's still rolling. The narratives are interesting. Things are happening. And uh, we're going to talk about some a lot of that tied into the the CG stuff coming up. So let's talk about the CG's. First off, we had as of yesterday, the payoff of the CG's from two weeks ago. And that was that as of yesterday, 10 new big boy stations, five Coriolis and five Orbis stations appeared in the galaxy. Those stations were Upgrading from the shoebox stations in those systems. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. This is nothing new But I want to point out that those stations You know that that is something from two weeks ago that is coming online now that is changing the galaxy In addition to that, you know that changed the population for for the 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 galaxy if you go into the system and check it now as opposed to before it's different. It's changing the BGS. It's making this a dynamic, living, breathing world. In addition to that, as of yesterday, another thing that happened is a lot of people got their Akinar permits issued, which to me, I think is very important because I, I truly believe, and I, again, I'm not sharing any inside information. This is just a hunch that to me seems completely logical. About eighty percent of the new storyline shit that we're dealing with right now in Galnet is stuff about this neo-Marlinist, maybe leftist terrorist, maybe false flag, whatever, by somebody, and their sort of campaign and their their whatever against the Duvals, and and people are dying and things are happening, and Petraeus is you know going out and starting this whole new CG, which we'll talk about in just a moment, but. All of this stuff is happening sort of around the uh, Duval family, around the, the the Achenar, around the Empire. And the seat of the Empire is, of course, Akinar. I think there's going to be big events happening there. And I think that those people that have that Akinar permit are going to be very, very happy. If you missed it, it's not too late. All you have to do is go out there and grind the fuck out of your Empire wreck and you can get your Akinar permits that you won't miss out on the story stuff when it happens. Do it now, don't miss out. But many people already got it from the uh, uh, CG from last week and big salute to you, you were smart. Also what ha- hit today, or yesterday rather, is that those 20% off all Gudamaya ships that this goes from now until next Thursday. So do it Wednesday, don't, don't risk it just say goes from now till next Wednesday so you won't miss out 20% off go buy some cutter hulls go buy some uh, clipper hulls go buy some courier hulls and have them because 20% off means that not only you know so you can go to a Leon Reed system that gives it another 20 now it's 40% off Uh, not only are you going to save what
3: it's 15 for a total of, of 35%
0: Okay, there you go. So not only are you saving thirty five percent when you purchase it the first time, but you're saving thirty five percent off of all of your future purchase, like uh, rebuy's. You know, so when you when you die, your kill mail it's going to be less. That's good news. I keep calling it kill mail, like from Eve, whatever. Um, that's huge, and that you know. So yesterday, two waves of. A thing from two weeks ago hit and a thing from last week hit that again making the the universe dynamic and vibrant. Also, yesterday, what started was the new CG. And I'm just gonna paraphrase this and break this down because we're not gonna go into the all the nitty-gritty, but there the the Empire in the form of Denton Petraeus is making claims, accusations that the the That his investigation shows that the people behind the neo Marlinist uh, thing is. uh, Attacks on the stations. Yeah, yeah. The the behind all of that is the Eurebia Blue Mafia and more specifically, Liz Ryder. And he points out as reasoning for this that. You know, she does the, uh, whatever, the the missile wrecks, the corrosive, that have the corrosive damage that, that, like, the Thargoids use, that was, uh, uh, he is asserting that is what was used. Now, obviously, some kind of Thargoid stuff was used, but he's saying that it came from them, that they track shipments and this, that, and the other, and yada, 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 and all that stuff. So he is, you know, starting up this combat, to like bring her to justice and and yada yada and then on her side they're like this is absolute bullshit we didn't do none of that stuff and we're gonna fight yada yada so now there's a combat cg that is active it started yesterday sign up for it go to the places get involved in the fight pick a side i think there is zero percent chance that uh um that uh, uh liz Ryder side loses I think they're absolutely going to win this one. They're going to win it by a mile, but it's super interesting nonetheless. Now, let's talk about this new CG and some interesting ramifications of this this interesting CG. So, And I'm going to read to you specifically from the actual CG, and uh, uh, it says uh and I, I i it's uh i'm going to put this right here in the channel last minute sorry arson uh i'm throwing this link cuz i want you to specifically show this link on the screen arson it is right now in the recording booth so when you scroll to this link it says and i quote Ba, 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 ba. I'm skipping most of it and getting down to the part that's interesting. If victorious for the Liz Ryder side reward, if victorious, supporters ending in the top 75 percent of contributors will have a fully engineered lightweight and high capacity class 2 seeker missile rack with thermal cascade put into storage for them at the Aweria. Flurble starport by the 10th of October, 3306. Now, let's take a moment and look at that. This clearly indicates that this reward will be the, a first in Elite, as far as I know. I, I was going to mod- say, I've
2: never seen this before.
0: This is a module that is fully engineered for two primary attributes. It is high cap level 5 and lightweight level 5, as well as having an experimental effect on it. So this has never been done before at all, as far as I know. Now, does this indicate the possibility for dual engineering coming in, in in either as a thing that players can direct or just through various rewards? That, to me, is super interesting. I'm not sure that I'm for it. I'm not sure that the idea of, I mean, don't get me wrong. If you put it in there, I'm for sure going to do it. Uh, mm-hmm. talk about beam lasers with long range and uh, overcharge and then thermal vent it so that you're just b- getting up massive heat and then dumping that on somebody. Or 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 uh, instead of thermal vent, you could do that thermal conduit so that you uh, what is it, thermal something? The one where where if you're overheating, you do like plus sixty percent damage yeah, to the enemy. Conduit. Yeah, yeah. Or or imagine. Having a ship that's loaded with pack hounds that are both lightweight and high capacity? What? Yep. Holy shit!
2: Uh, I've already been out range. there. Because of this being a first in the game, I've are, I'm in the top fifty percent. If it stays that way, I'm getting this module because why wouldn't you? A free, fully engineered module with two primaries, unheard so of. This
0: this uh, uh, mission has three things on here to me that are precedents that are important that I've never seen before in a in a community goal number one if the empire wins by the way ain't gonna happen but if the empire wins it says clearly in their win condition that what will happen is Liz Ryder goes away she ain't around no more so she'll be arrested and whatever and they will replace her with an engineer that is an empire citizen who knows what the hell that means like which means we'll have to rank up all over again i would imagine maybe or maybe not maybe it's just that the name changes and it's the same you know it's it's going to be the same missile racks the same shit but it's just an empire citizen now or maybe it means you get whole new engineers or maybe you know i i think it actually says in the thing that you won't have to rank up again those people that have it already will still have access so so it doesn't mean that, but like it means we've never seen an engineer be in peril in this game. Again, right. this is a live Professor breathing fucking world. Palin was in a little bit in that he was missing, but then whatever. I'm talking about they're saying flat out, this person will be removed from the game. Like will be removed. Arrested. That's 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 way more, that's not just short-term storyline. That's real peril.
2: Yeah. Players are and, picking and this. This leads to my thought of all-out galactic war, too, really. This is pushing that way, it feels like.
0: What what this shows to me is, you know, we're seeing power play characters that, that are in peril. Like, shit is, like, you don't know. It's This is Game of Thrones time. This is not fucking, you know, old-school, you know, mash or, or, or whatever, where it's like, oh, what's going to happen to the Dukes of Hazard this week? You know they're going to be fine. They're always fine. Shut the fuck up. But no. Like the reason why people fell in love with 24 is spoiler alert for a show that's way the fuck old. At the end of the first season, they straight up killed the the wife, right? And it was like, oh shit, you could do that. The reason why people fell in love with Game of Thrones is because they were, you know, right away they pushed the little boy right out the window. They're
2: killing people like that. Three episodes in, the main character's (laughs) gone. Right? Yeah, Yeah,
0: that gives you a real feeling of peril and and like you did what? Like this to me is all good because they're they're like hey number one an engineer is at risk and you guys decide right now her fate that's fucking amazing so yeah, that's number sure. one precedent number two oh by the way we're gonna give out an engineered module that's never happened before on a on a CG that's precedent number two precedent number three oh by the way it's double engineered what the fuck uh, I I <sighs> So, cause I've heard from the community, from some people that they're like, man, I'm glad CGs are back, but like, meh, it's like, I don't really want to do. It. Okay, fine. But look at what we're talking about. This is as of yesterday, three massive things happened. One, the footprint of the entire galaxy changed and that the populations changed. The BGS changed and 10 big stations popped up. We did that. Two. You know, uh, Akinar permit just happened and ships were on sale and people are, are, are getting them. We did that. Three, this big, you know, thing is going to happen and an engineer is in peril. But not really, but in peril. And new engineering type thing? I don't... What? All right. Arson, your thoughts on all of this CG shit and throwing a salute to Galnet because they're fucking awesome.
3: 07 As far as the CGs are concerned I, I feel like This is a period of time Where they're basically making a point To let us know We can give you things As rewards Well beyond just a credit balance Increase or decal and I think that is fantastic. I, I gotta say, I really like the idea of double engineering. I'm curious if that is just a one-off at the moment, or if they're planning on more generally unlocking that for us. Uh, I really like the idea of being able to take my long-range beams and add efficient to it. <laughs> but yeah. Okay, alright. Tweet.
2: Yeah, I, I love, and props, hats off to FDev because the Galnet has been cooking ever since it started back up again. I mean cooking. And and like you said, this is borderline epic storytelling now that we have major players in the galaxy in peril, in, in serious peril. And again, props to FDev because I didn't partake in a lot of the community goals, but I always paid attention to them back before they disappeared, I never saw, you know, there were some paint jobs and some money and some different things here or there. I never saw rewards as good as 20% off Gudamaya ships or a double primary fully grade five engineered module. Never have I seen that in this game. So props to FDev for raising the rewards because that gets me out there a lot more than just some credits and, and some minor things. This kind of stuff gets me out there. I couldn't get out to the last one because I had a lot of BGS players to put out. This one, when I saw the reward for this, I got right out there late last night and got myself on the board.
0: Yeah, I just want to say, uh, don't get me wrong, I, I'm not even sure I'm a fan of the idea of double engineering. Like I said, I feel like ooh, engineering changed the game a bit and I'm not sure if going down that road further or whatever. But I mean, if they're going to do it, it's it's like, you know,
2: Yeah, I, uh, I, I think most people I in America... to... Go
0: ahead.
2: Yeah, I was just going to say, I don't want to see double engineering opened up for us. You know, I don't want to be able to go to the engineer and decide to pick two of the primaries myself. But I don't mind every now and then getting a special give me for a community goal like this from FDev. If it's just an occasional thing like this... I think that makes it much more valuable and much better in my opinion.
0: Now I want to go into, this is going to be a quick fire thing, but I want to talk about a couple of things that, uh, uh, I got specific information from frontier about, this is a thing that we've, uh, um, you know, other, other content creators have, have discussed, so I want to go through it as well. So let's see for the addition of ground ports that we can walk through. Uh, Are we only able to walk through the new atmospheric planets, or should we expect existing non-atmospheric planets, ground bases, structures to be upgraded, changed, so that they also have the same uh, interactivity? Uh, The answer to that question is Odyssey will allow on-foot exploration of planets without atmospheres, those landable in horizons. The ground ports found in those planets will also be upgraded. We will also be able to see other people will we also be able to see other people moving on the surface yes of course you'll be able to see and interact and fight with other players um these are you know they're answering specific questions and i I definitely want to um you know acknowledge that um with the addition of apex interstellar could a player play the game entirely on foot and never board a ship of their own and just play the game as a non-flight sim in essence Yes, absolutely. New players can play the game without ever flying their own ship. But there will, of course, be areas of game of the galaxy that those players won't be able to reach. Um, These are a lot of these are like sort of these are, you know, okay that one specifically we have heard from 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 art as well. But I want to I want to bring these up here. You know, in the beginning, you mentioned the various suits designed for various gameplay, just to be 100 percent sure if I pick a mining suit. Uh, I'm not locked into that suit, meaning I can later go and switch over uh, to a more combat-focused suit if I like The suit is something you choose to wear rather than something that you are bound to Odyssey players can change between suits, uh, but most will have a favorite that they upgrade to its full potential Again, as, as, as uh, uh, Luke stated, these are your ships, so you're going to have multiples and whatever And yeah, there probably are, you're going to have your sort of base one that you use most of the time, but you can also pull out other ones. They did say that with regard to Apex, that travel uh, between stations won't be instant. It'll be like taking a journey in a passenger vessel. As for the exact time required, we're aren't ready to share right now. That's, you know, again, I think they're still tweaking it and they're getting it to about the right level. And I, I encourage them, don't commit to something up front, get it right, and then when, when, when it's right, and I think that this will come down to beta. That will probably get tweaked a little more here and there as well. When we ask them with regard to the the currency situation, you know, how is this going to work? Because if you remember, I've talked a long time ago uh, that that you know, saying like this doesn't make any sense because if you can afford, bill- you know, for all those of us that have billions, there's no way that a gun or or a a, a jet pack or a suit is going to cost you know billions of isk. Or uh, uh, credits, so like, well, uh, you know, it doesn't sort of make sense unless you have to come up with some new currency. Whether it's, you know, like the engineering grind has those mats, or 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 you know, whether it's planetary dollars or so, like some, there has to be something. And of course, they confirm no that there will be other valuable items requested in trade. More on this later. I think this is going to be you know, uh, what you have that you're going out and scavenging and stuff. You're going to, you know, oh, I need again, like engineering mats. I need, you know, this many pharmaceutical isolators that I, and not pharmaceutical isolators. I'm just throwing that out as a placeholder name, but you know, pharmacy, you know, uh, not pharmaceutical isolators, but pharmaceutical reciprocators, some new shit, but it's like, oh, I can find this on combat type wrecks, or I can find this on cargo tripe wrecks or whatever. Um, When we asked specifically, you know, are there other base suits or whatever that we we don't know of yet, we got the answer. There are three base suit types, which are geared, balanced towards different activities. These suits will be upgradable through various means. So that tells us right now, it's not like, oh, they're going to announce a fourth or fifth uh, base suit type. These are the suit types. Um, When asked, like, how is it going to work with regard to when you fly in the ship? The the answer was, you know, like for for the Apex Interstellar, you will have a seat on the bridge similar to multi-crew experience today. So you'll be sitting there and, and looking out. I'm super interested to find out, can those ships be attacked? How does that work? What happens? That's super, super interesting to me, and I, I want to see an answer to that. Um, we asked, you know, where do the suits go? How does that work as far as... Uh, you know, where do you have access to them or whatever? And the answer was, you know, your suits are available in any ship, including Apex vessels, in SRVs, and from terminals within social spaces. So if you need to change your outfit, or I need to go to my combat suit or I need to go to my exploration suit or whatever, you can, when you're in any ship, including taking a taxi ride, you can change it. Your, your luggage is with you. If you're driving around and you're your SRV, you know, you got it in the trunk. You got some junk in the trunk, whatever. And if you're in the, the city, you can go to a spot where it's like, oh, here's my locker and I got it there. So you'll have access to them anywhere. Um, when asked specifically, would there be modules for the suits? The answer is correct. Absolutely. All of the base suits have utility add-ons that players earn up through playing the game. We'll review, we'll reveal more on this later. Um, so, yeah, again, I feel like there's going to be some corollary to engineering here. And there's going to be, so it might be that you have to do certain types of missions to just even unlock a module. It's just the same way as you you can't use a Guardian frameshift drive booster right when you start. You have to go and, you know, do the stuff to unlock that. It's going to be all of that in there. When asked, like, hey, are you? you know are we going to be forced to go into the to to the town to pick up the stuff absolutely not uh cockpit mission boards will remain functional we'll go deeper into the types of missions you get to see on each board later in the campaign so you may have to go in to get certain missions certain of the footy bit missions but you can still get it's not like that's going away and they're going to force you into it um Are you planning for Odyssey-only tier of new players of the game who perhaps don't wish to fly spaceships? Like So, basically, I think to sum it up is like, is it possible that somebody could buy Odyssey without the base game? No. There's no plans for that currently. (laughs) They were asked about emotes, and the answer was nothing to announce with regard to emotes right now. So, you know, wait and see. They'll talk about it later. Um... When asked, can you give us more information about the different types of stores? The answer was, you know, Pioneer Supplies, general outfitters of weapons, spacesuits, and related consumables. Inter Astra is the shipyard where players can preview and purchase starships. Frontline Solutions, a mercenary outfit, just like we said, will allow players to explore combat scenarios without necessarily uh, uh, aligning with a given faction in the game world. Apex Interstellar is your taxi service. Um... Vista Genomics, an exobiologist to whom players will trade the genetics. So this is all the information straight from the, the uh, Charlie Hall interview as well. So this is confirmation again, that's a good interview from Polygon. The Black Market, while Black Market context already exist in the game, this is where players will be able to fence new kinds of stolen and illicit goods available in Odyssey. They were asked, you know, Hey, I think this was a star citizen type question. Like, Hey, you know, sometimes it seems like it's far away to get from one place to another, et cetera, et cetera. And they said, look, the social hubs will be built for efficiency. The quest givers and vendors positions in roughly the same area. uh, There'll be elevators that move commanders around the station. That's interesting. I had not heard that elevator terminology before, but it makes sense. concept art for these can be seen in the diary yep they did show that in the uh, in the, the concept art of the, the so we have confirmation that that thing behind the vista genomic or not vista, the uh, uh, apex interstellar is in fact elevators they were asked hey um, what if somebody wants to do a second commander profile now that they have this all this new footy stuff or are you going to give us a you know second commander profile on our account this isn't currently planned. Look, play the game, right? And in six months, pony up 14 bucks to get it on sale or whatever. If you want a second account, it's, or, you know, whatever. It's not that big deal. Um, again, they confirm they're not taking away any functionality with regard to the missions. okay this one is an interesting question it was asked is there like a capital city type major major super hubs major super big you know kind of things and the answer is we don't have anything to share about that right now which is not a no I think that's not a thing that's coming on launch i think that's the thing that's coming six months to a year down the road in odyssey but we'll, we'll see um they did confirm that it's first person only so that's you're going to be your mode of for the footy bits it's going to be first person it's not third person third tweet.
3: i i just want to say absolutely thank you because the Biggest issue, hands down, in any first-person shooter with third-person and first-person options is that if you want to be immersed and third-person is an option, people just use it and look over crates without exposing themselves. And yeah and around that. Yeah, and yeah. I'm glad that that's not going to be a thing and but, Frontier, but on the opposite
2: you. side of that most first person shooters that I've played don't allow you to take true cover behind walls and shoot around corners and things like that which I find totally unrealistic in gunplay cuz if I were in a gunfight I'd be hiding behind walls and doorways and peeking around and shooting when I could and everything so I hope they find a way <laughs> to allow us to do that kind of stuff.
0: Listen, I, gonna give I,
3: us
2: a... they, I... We, we don't know they're going to give us
0: a full dev diary on that and we'll hop into it then
3: yeah I, I do hope for stances like Arma though because Arma you know you can do third person in there but you can move your character's stance in ways that are realistic for actual uh, CQB combat in real life and it's a really great implementation and I hope they do something similar to that for it
0: So um, the the other thing, the the, the last thing that I want to hit on is uh, that that uh, you know Frontier said that there's actually going to be a mixture of text and uh, voice acted or acted voiceover work with regard to you know NPC interactions. So that's the last that I want to hit on. That I wanted to make sure that um, this is all information that I did not get from. You know, a Polygon article or from this, that and the other. This is information from Frontier directly that I'm able to share with you to hopefully sort of clear up any questions or whatever that people might have lingering. I know there are many, many more questions and Frontier will have many, many more answers coming. There's a whole thing that they've been collecting them and and, and, uh, uh, that's a a big mega response is, is being Sort of put together keep in mind. They're not going to answer everything because some of the questions they're like Yeah, that's dev diary three or four or five or six or whatever. That's not coming yet Missions can have items that need collecting scavenger missions available uh, You can search scan an area for wreckage and loot Okay boxes to be searched unlocked, looted items carried to ship or large ones picked up in srv that does actually sort of uh, uh strengthen your argument uh uh arson with regard to you know the drop box sort of loot loot yeah uh npcs could be attacked can attack you unprovoked so just like if you fly in if you got bad rep with a station and you fly in there and they they open fire on you it could be the same thing if you walk into town and they scan you i'm, I'm picturing you know how the guys got scanned in uh in in the season the first season of uh of uh we call it the expanse where you know uh i'm not gonna say who but uh, a group of people show up and they're like scan the neck chip or whatever and they're like beep. i think you know when you saw in that settlement there you saw the scanner and the guard right there with the with the whatever if you walk in there and you're not using stealth you walk right in through the front door they scan you if it comes up like oh you're kill on site shit's gonna be bad for you so you're going to need to you know use some subterfuge and some stealth and sneak in or full-on assault the place or have somebody else go in there or whatever so yeah you can even you didn't do shit but they don't like you enough they're gonna straight up attack
2: you um totally love that makes it dangerous
0: seamless walking in and out of the hangar that is huge to me so the other thing is that you know we didn't talk about it a whole lot we talked about the whole going in and out of your ship but you're going to be able to just walk around your ship in the hangar which to me again is is interesting and it leads me to think like all right this is so we've never been able to sort of well i mean you could park on a planet somewhere and look around but in the hangar it's it's a whole different thing and and i don't know i'm just i'm at this point i'm a i'm a child i'm excited by everything ships will be visible through the port glass. Uh, I don't think though that the inside the port will be visible from the ship. I think that's a different thing. Uh, Mocap, motion cap is used to get fluid human motion, then cleaned up, they have that post animation stuff. Uh, Plus hand key animations used where needed and appropriate. No plans to change in cockpit animations for Odyssey. No answer for emotes at this time. Um, Yeah, that makes, you know, like we already said. Uh, A lot of different weapons and animations. Tons of info to come over the coming months. Odyssey is the largest update Elite has ever had, obviously. I I come back to that cross-platform thing. Nothing to talk about right now. That excites the fuck out of me, because that's way better than I know. Nothing to announce about SRVs right now. Oh, I'm telling you, there's more SRVs. It's gotta be. My gut is just screaming it. Yeah, we got every last one of them all right so now i feel like i've talked for a good long bit and covered a lot
3: of stuff arson your thoughts on any and all of it or anything you want to talk about uh, i want to talk about the basic rimlock suit that we already have mm-hmm. and i'm really really curious and, and you know can that be modded too because I like the way it looks and you know i've I like the outfits and all that stuff and you see people walking around stations with their their guns out and their full combat suits and and all that stuff but what if I just want to be in my pilot suit? Am I gonna basically be the equivalent to naked or can I actually? amp that up a little bit. Maybe have a little bit of initial defense if something spews off so I can pistolier them with my pistol or something. Uh, just just, wait just for thought there.
0: If I had to bet, I would say that no. Your, your, your ship suit is for ship purposes. The purpose of that is to give you, if the canopy blows, to give you protection or whatever. I think that the three types that they mentioned are going to be... I think what you're going to probably roll in normally is your exploration suit arson but that's just a guess
2: tweaked yeah i'm I'm super curious to see how the npcs are populated by the bgs and how that all play goes comes into play with everything Opix is in six systems right now, almost seven, or maybe it's seven, almost eight. Losing track now, but anyways, we're in a few different systems, and I'm very curious to see the tone and timber of the stations and what our NPCs sound like, look like, all that kind of stuff, and then the difference between Opix NPCs and a different independent factions NPCs and. And The empires and the alliance And it's just It's going to bring so much color to this game I'm totally stoked for it
1: Hmm. 100%
0: Yeah Guys It's 1044 man I think we put out a lot Uh, We're going to skip Like I said everything else Uh, I'm just going to say this State of the game Is fucking amazing for me I, I could not be more pleased Arson
3: I gotta say I'm I'm pretty much in the same boat. Uh it's I, I'm so hyped. I I have wanted and have been dying for a first person game that I could play that I would be satisfied with and I there's nothing out there that's persistent and I feel like uh Elite is finally giving us that with Odyssey. And I think that's titillating he said tit tweaked
2: yeah i would have to agree with everything there this this week this dev diary seeing this video of the stations and getting this news that all the stations in the whole galaxy are going to be able to do this to me this is the best news we could have gotten for odyssey right now it It's going to bring the life to the galaxy that it's sadly been missing. We're going to walk into stations and we're going to see life all over the place, just like you do on Red Dead Redemption 2 when you walk into a a town. It's so exciting the direction this is going. And just think, as excited as we are for this and as ready as I bet you just about everybody listening right now is to pony up some money to FDEV to pre-order this, there's still so much more they haven't shown us that's coming.
0: Let me tell you, when you talk about ponying up money, that here's what screams to me is that you're going to have a lot of people that are going to roll around to a place in a uh, like uh, exploration suit or just a Remlock suit, like real, real light. In the in the, I'm talking about in the town when you're just walking around in the station, right? That they're also going to have. Uh, like over it, they're gonna have like clothes, clothes. They're gonna have you know jeans and 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 a leather jacket or 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 you know this kind of you know like a suit that looks like a tuxedo or a suit that looks like this or a suit that looks like you know mine looks like Han Solo. Well, mine yeah. looks like the fucking dude from uh, you know uh, well, uh, Mass Effect. Or mine looks like this. Or mine looks like that. You're gonna they're gonna have so much shit on the store that you can buy where it's like i want boots that light up well i want a fucking i want gloves that are you know have that 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 look like like the onion head uh you know thing where it like is like black but that that yellow neon or whatever the hell they call that stuff there's gonna be so many things to buy in the store man and and you know what god bless them because i i love a company that they're like we're not gonna go pay to win we're gonna go pay to be pretty you want to do that that's fine yep. you don't want to that's fine but it doesn't hurt anybody's gameplay at all it's just I want to be a pimp I'm gonna that's I wanna right. I want a fuzzy bear I wanna like I literally want a pimp hat Okay. Well, and I, okay.
2: I've I've already spent arcs on an outfit that I never see. I, I, I my guy my character is a smuggler slash gunslinger kind of outfit on, and you can't see it a little bit of the legs or the arms when I'm moving around in the cockpit, but I'm looking forward to being able to walk around that way.
0: I dig it. I dig it. I'm watching the screen and I'm watching Arson setting up to murder somebody, and I don't know what the story is because I wasn't watching before, but he is legit ready to pounce. He's like a cat that's just. All right, we got to get out of here. It's it's it's, <laughs> it's we've been going for too long. I'm drained. I hope you all had a fun time. I for sure uh, did, and and uh, hopefully you guys learned some things, and hopefully you're hyped. Uh, so put a note in the comment section of the video if you're hyped, what you're excited for, what you're worried about, what do you think about this? You know, the CG, this is craziness, and 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 all of these different things. I really want to get some player interaction going. Next week, we will be back to having, you know, player feedback and all of these other segments. But this week, we just wanted to go balls deep on this amazing fucking week of news that we had. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Everyone, be excellent to each other. Tweet, say your thing.
2: Everybody have a great night and get excited because odyssey is going to knock it out of the park and this game is going to be everything and more that we dreamed
0: arson while you're murdering that guy say say goodbye to beautiful people goodbye beautiful people all right good night everybody arson play us out